party rigs. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 11th of September. 11th? So it's the 11th of <laughs> September. There are several no, 11th. It is, it is 9-11-2011. Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> what, what are you worried about? I'm your host Dad Trade. Uh, joining me today, Robert Kemp. Yeah, yeah that'd be me. At a weird angle from the microphone, so you might sound weird. No! Zachary Burgess. I'm further away from the microphone, so, right, so I might sound weird. Echo. Also, I'm sitting in the squeak chair. And we have a special guest this week, Matt Macon. Hello! It's been a long time since you've had a guest. Yeah. For various I think I was quite possibly the last guest, and I think it was April. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, we're bad. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> it's not our fault, necessarily. Yeah. This should be better. At least this well, it's not our fault. It might have been a choice. Yeah, not many podcasts have like con- have lots of guests, do they? I mean, that, that I listen to. Well, but it keeps it fresh. Keeps it fresh. Keeps it. Depends what you define as a guest, really. Because they sometimes they <laughs> some have, other like... person that's there. <laughs> no, but I mean sometimes they have like other people who are in the same sort of you know who work in the same place or whatever. And they just cycle through. It makes it sound that's like not really them. the same as a guest. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. It's like cycling contributors. Yeah. When you have like a constant host, you see, isn't it? Yeah. That's, see, that's the other thing you meant. It's like not all of them are guests. They just sort of, you know, just walk onto set and just sort of stay there. It's like, hi there, um, hobo. Yes. <laughs> How are you? Have you got any contribution to the world of video games? I like cats. It's a hobo. It doesn't have to be. There are real cats. The whole world doesn't just necessarily like cats that much. I like dogs. Yeah, they prefer dogs. Yeah, yeah. I would just say yeah. the goodness sandwich. Hobos... I've not seen a hobo with a cat in a real street. <laughs> hobos are like more itinerant than your standard uh, <laughs> uh, beggar, aren't they? As in, they move around. Mm-hmm. So well, that hobos... depends on your definition of a hobo. That is my <laughs> definition of a hobo. They move around yeah. more than your average. Uh, tramp, I call bum. them tramp <laughs> beggar, but if you're American, you can call them an arse, I suppose. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Why not? That's not an overloaded term. They have ass for, for, for meaning buttocks, don't they? Who is it? Asses. Or bums. <laughs> Same thing. Check out these cheeks. They're just littering my street. <laughs> covered in cheeks. Oh, it's going well so far. <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone going? Yeah, yeah alright. Have you been playing any games lately? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we got so any news to talk about? News. No. San Francisco. Uh, no, driver San Francisco doesn't suck. Yeah, I have. Dead Island was... is apparently quite good. If I did see. I, I've not played Dead Island. I watched somebody play it last night, and it did look rather entertaining. Nothing else. Once you patch the game, did you well, hear about all the problems? Yeah, that, 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 huge. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't necessarily. That wasn't really the game being broken. That was just they released the wrong version. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's the PC. Yeah, the PC issue was for those that I haven't heard this was that they released a pre-release version of an American build onto Steam instead of the actual final release code, which is slightly retarded. Worse than that. <laughs> though, <laughs> worse than that. There are hints in this pre-release game code that um, actually call um, one of the the lady's skill set moves as. Feminist whore, oh, yeah. which has caused caused a bit of a a, a, a stir. So what is yeah. it actually called? <laughs> gender wars or something? Oh yeah, that's better. It's a bit better. But it's a bit better. Yeah, it's a bit better. No, I'm saying they seem to have got they're much Polish. more sensitive. <laughs> they're Polish, therefore <laughs> from the Stone Age, right? Yeah. Behind the times. There's the there's the racist out of the way. There we go. 
you did it before the podcast, so... Although also yeah. games at the moment are Polish. So. Like China, <laughs> I know. Well, well, also Polish, <laughs> Polish games, The Witch Two and uh, uh, Hard one. Reset yeah. is Polish as well, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Is it not one of the other Eastern Bloc countries? Like um, Czechoslovakia or something? Could or Ukrainian? It's what it's. I don't know. Soviet <laughs> Bloc games. It's, 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 it's over East. It is one of them. You're right, but yeah, I couldn't think which one. This seems to be incredibly Mexican stereotype in the full game. When I was watching it last night. I believe he did use the word Holmes at one point. Hey, Holmes. called Omar. Omar. Oh, in Dead Island. In Dead Island, yeah. yeah. It was, we're watching this going, really, if I was Mexican, I'm not sure whether I'd be offended or not. You see, I mean, I really can't get my head around whether or not it would be the type of game I like, because the problem mm. I have with it is that Left 4 Dead just looks more fun. Mm. I think it looks lame. Dead Island. I saw, I saw the review on Game Trend. Yeah, they, so they seem to like it. And there's a certain mm. amount of the survival horror thing being prevalent yeah. in it, you know, for instance, in at least in the initial version, uh, that might have been one of those things that they patched, was that um, item acquisition is really fucking hard, like, most of the stuff you might actually want is incredibly rare, so you have to, like, limit yourself in practically every way for the entire game, which, you know, Joystick summed it up quite well, it's like, it's actually technically a very ambitious and quite well-achieved game, mm. however... We didn't find it fun, no. which is a bit of a... Well, yeah, that's kind of damning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I wonder, even with the patches, whether that would make much difference. Saying that, though, they do, the co-op does sound... The drop-in, drop-out co-op does sound yeah. kind of intriguing. Like, it's literally random drop-in, drop-out. So you could be playing on your live-enabled games console slash PC slash internet device, whatever the fuck it's released on, like all of them. <laughs> and uh, the people would have the option of dropping into your game at any point. What, you your friends could? Oh, anyone. Like, if you're if you're online, there is no sort of essential solo mode, really, in the game. The game will prompt you when people sort of want to join your game. You can choose to decline, mm-hmm. but it's not designed for that. The game is designed for co-op, basically, mm-hmm. through and through. Because, like, the four characters are actually different rather than Left 4 Dead, where they're all the same. Yeah, that's true. They all <laughs> have, like, classes. Yeah. yeah, they have, like, skill sets. They have, like, Story traits which apparently come to nothing, and well, that's in classic style, it's like I have an elaborate backstory. Let's not extrapolate on this. <laughs> yeah. I did get that impression last night. Also, it seems to be they've got some very weird and wonderful prefix names for weapons. I think one of the ones that I saw picked up was called Frightening Nail Hammer. Oh, awesome! So they've got like RPG route. And yeah, like, but every I just thought it was this one particular weapon. But I'm watching my sister's boyfriend play it and go scrolling through his, his weapon set. They all seem to have like. Sort of horrible, sort of frightening, and other words like that, in front, in prefixing every single weapon. Motherfucking chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does the combat work? What kind of game is it? Is it action? It was all melee game? weapons. I saw last night. Um, it's majority melee. Yeah, the guns are downplayed for only really good, right. particularly useful against hum- mm. actual other humans. Yeah. As first person. First, first person, person. yeah. yeah. First person melee. Okay. Well, I saw a, I saw a meat cleaver, a mace, and a baseball bat last night. That yes. was the variety. And, and an electrified stick. Ah, one of the ones I've no, seen. So it has it has a certain amount of Dead Rising um, <laughs> yeah, kind of stuff that. together to make stuff. Yeah, a, a bit, bit like quiet. a bit more like Fallout actually, I think than, yeah. than Dead Rising. It's a bit because in Dead Rising it was like you had to find two specific things, whereas in like Fallout and this, it's like you find a ra- bunch of random junk and it somehow turns into something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very much like that. Like I don't an know. old adventure game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and as we said, some of the uh, sort of mutilation 
graphics look okay. Mm. You know, like how you when you when you're knifing a zombie, you actually see the chunks come out of them, and it looks horrible because it's all in daylight mm. most of the game. And it's which like, is nice, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. it's nice cool. <laughs> to have a zombie game that's not fucking night. Yeah. <laughs> so you can actually see what the shit's going oh, on. Well, they did that with Left 4 Dead. There too, is some night. Which is kind of nice. You yeah, know. they did a bit. In it's not. It's not a perpetual day. Well, there is some night. I mean, but, yeah. It seems to create a bit of an atmosphere. They've got the, <coughs> the random zombie roars when you you can't see anything down quite well. There was there was one case watching somebody go down into what was sort of basically underground public toilets in the resort and had the random noise. It turned out there wasn't anything down there, but it's it had that point where you're looking at do I go down there? Yeah, is it worth so going in there for whatever is in there? Or am I just gonna get completely ambushed in this in this dark hidden section? They've exaggerated those sections. I think that's quite nice. They sort of mm. complained about the game trailers review complained about it to a degree. Mm. That you know it's one of the weird sort of like um change of pace parts of the game but I don't think it's that bad because unlike the other sections of the game like tunnel systems you go into are unmapped so you don't know where you're going um, it's completely random and you're uh, you don't know what's down there you have absolutely no idea in the majority of cases whether there's anything useful down there or if you're just going to be a, if it's just going to be a murder hole mm. um, and the uh and your flashlight has limited juice, classically. Mm. It's like, for some reason... <laughs> that that some, was actually a really reason, cool effect I saw, that when the battery wears out, it actually the light goes orange for going off light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than just, like, in Half-Life, where it just goes off, it actually you see the, you see the power sort of die out of it before the bulb yeah. goes off. It's just quite neat. Which is, yeah, it was, it, was a little, it was a little touch that I thought was pretty cool. Actually. But at the same time, it, it can't help... Well, I, I, I hate that mechanic in games majority of the time. It's like, I, I sort of understand it, except for the fact that, you know, these game worlds have the shittest batteries known to man. It's like, <laughs> have they not invented Duracell? It's, it's especially dumb in Half-Life 2 where if you sprint it, then, <laughs> then your flashlight will run out fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a case that I think most games tend to be using Tesco Saver batteries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, what's easy? Yeah. Like, they should just make them all those um, kinetic torches. So when it goes out, you have to stand there and shake it vigorously for a few seconds. Now, there's an interesting game trade off that they could come from that. Because obviously, those kinetic ones make a bit of a rattle noise. Yeah, exactly. Alerting the zombies. Yeah. So it's like, I can see what I'm shooting at, but now and I'm then, getting now my I'm, foot eaten. Yeah, and everything is right. playing on a console like a Wii or a Move. You can actually do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, or even PS3. Can't you with the or six axis? You can sit there going yeah. tickle, 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 tickle. Yeah, man, they should actually put to save the planet. This is a dumb idea, but they should put that technology into the Wiimote anyway. So when you shake it, it recharges its. Well, battery. I'm surprised they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. It's the same with mobile phones. Well, the problem is, is that kinetic tech isn't particularly. Well, they started doing that. It's only really mobile phones, haven't they? They started where they're like, you can get like one milliamp out of it just from it being in your pocket and yeah, it's like that. Nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, the, pro- the problem is that yeah, power requirements of modern tech have far outstripped what you can achieve through connect, uh, kinetic. But presumably an iPhone takes a lot more power than a Wiimote. Uh, oh, yeah. There'd be a tough time. Uh, yeah. But if you think about it, the Wiimote is still having to enable Bluetooth, which is quite... That's true. It's not the least power-hungry um, communication format in the world. Actually, to be fair, most wireless formats are quite power-hungry. Yeah, um, I thought Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, okay, but you'd think Bluetooth would be designed for minimal. It's one of the better ones, yeah. I'll give it that, but it's still... Yeah, obviously it's still, still, a, still, it's still a quite a drain. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, the only sort of real uh, practical use that kinetic tech has had is in watches, because they require oh, yeah. fuck all power to run. Mm. And it's uh, it's the only real use. But they're getting better. You know, I, I, I read about advancements every now and then come through in the, the blogs I read and stuff, so they're, they're getting there. But... And they are getting to the stage where they are going to start putting them into phones, but it's just how much gain you get out of them, as Zach said, is sort of 
questionable still at this stage. Oh man, I'm getting fed up waiting for them to bloody announce the iPhone. <laughs> I want to I know what I'm going it. to be buying. They won't, yeah. they won't do it until like a week before. I know, though. but it should be a week before, in like a week. Is it <laughs> or week something like that. 4GS or something? Oh, I have no five. idea what they're called. It'll well, just be iPhone I'm sure 5. A, well, I thought it would be 5, and I'm sure I heard something. Unless they'll give it a big cap. Somewhere they said actually it's not going to be called the 5, it's going to be called well, the Well, potentially the it could be the 4S. would yeah, be the 4GS, 4 unless it has 4G, which yeah. I don't think it will. It won't do in this country. Might be 4S then. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the name's not important. <laughs> no, no, very true. Uh, well, no, no, they might start naming it. They're sort of like the, the the OSs after like big cats, like they do on like oh, that'd be cool. Mac line. They could name them after small cats. So this one will be domestic. And then domestic. <laughs> and then we'll move not on to it domestic. That has different. That has different problems. <laughs> well, that depends on a domestic flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll sign it. Do it more fair. Toilet. Toilet shell. Yeah. They don't have like a like like um, do want, okay you could just call it tabby then tabby or tortoiseshell <laughs> bastard yeah it's not, <laughs> I, I, it's not a real breed but yeah. you know some cats are bastards yeah, cats <laughs> with long tails Manx cats yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah Manx Manx, yeah. Manx. that'd be great Manx yeah, yeah, I a bad name iOS Manx things. what are the little wild cats are they big is that feral nice? yeah yeah and not not, not domestic iOS feral no, the wild cats that live in the wild and aren't domestic cats that have gone feral. They're actually a breed of... Bullcat. Bullcat. Yeah, I guess that's wild. Yeah. Bullcat, that'd be cool. I think Bullcat. <laughs> no, that sounds like a racing boat or something. It does, it does. Okay. It's not a cat. It's not a cat, but just, everything should be at having a anyway, cat involved yeah. at some point. Apparently it's going to be... The, because the thing that's leaked, not really, but is the... Because this is could potentially be bullish, but the third party uh, case designs mm. have started coming out, and of course they're uh, uh, wider, longer, and thinner, a lot thinner than the iPhone uh, four. Mm. So it's gonna be interesting. So if they have a if they have this screen that's supposed to go edge to edge, the phone is also wider as well. So it's gonna be like massive, mm. <laughs> and therefore not able to fit in your pocket again. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the, the, the HTC. This isn't it, what makes it not fit in your pocket. <laughs> it's wireless and length that makes uh, it not fit in your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that that always the wider pocket. ones always put me off. It's like the Desire HD HTC yeah. one. Uh, a friend of mine's got that. And, mm. I don't like that one compared to the regular design. It just looks a bit too... I, mean, I understand why they've gone yeah. for a bigger screen because it's HD, but to me it just looks almost more like it's yeah. getting to the stage of being a very, very, very small tablet well, PC no, rather than a yeah. whole phone. I, I kind of agree with Zach on this. This this and the original iPhone is about as big as you can... Put, you know, let's say this as I'm holding up. The iPhone 4 and the original, the original iPhone is a, about as big as you could possibly get, especially once you've put a case on it then those things get enormous. Mm. And it's like, if they yeah. actually make it any wider, then I think that's a problem. Yeah. Well, I never used a case, and it hasn't been a problem for me. Well, I mean, what one. are they trying to achieve by making it bigger? A phone is about phone-sized, you know. You're holding <laughs> it's it up like, to your face. It's enough to, yeah, hold up in, in your hand comfortably and put it in your face. Yeah. If it gets wider, then that's starting to... Because they're sticking of... so much extra shit on it we need to do it's now. Stuff it's going to be hugely wider. They're, they're almost now little mini... Computers, well, I'm yeah, phone think, function. I'm trying really. to think of something between phone and pad that would describe this. Is it like <laughs> i i notebook or i post it or <laughs> i postcard? <laughs> yeah, i i postcard. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I card. There you you know. can't sit over there, man. The microphone's never going. Yeah, I'm just I'm just living it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, hopefully they will bloody announce it and then they will find out. I did try a new game on the iPhone that was free for me. What? Zombie Highway. Zombie Highway. 
It's freaking sweet, actually. We should have linked straight from Dead Island to that, really. I was hoping, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping it involves, like, a literal zombie highway. It does. What, like a... a you mean, like... A road of zombies. zombies? Yeah, a road. Uh, no, like a road that becomes a zombie. And just, like... Oh, I see. <laughs> a uh, driver's uh, car yeah. starts uh, walking yeah. around or something. No, funny enough, it's a road with lots of zombies on it. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it, I think iPhone uh, games on the iPhone basically uh, succeed or fail based con- t- entirely on their control schemes. Uh, Is it another one-button game? So no, uh, this one it's a tilt control plus tapping for shooting. So you tilt to steer your car on a perfectly straight highway, oh, right? right? So you tilt to steer left and right, and you you tap on the left side of the screen or the right side of the screen to shoot out either side. And basically, you go down the highway. And then zombies jump and attach to either side of your car. There are also like um, busted up, broken cars along the highway, and you can drive. If you drive into them, you crash. But if you drive, so you scrape. You can scrape the zombies off the side of your car. <laughs> so you have to like carefully drive <laughs> so that so that you scrape them off. And you can also shoot at them. Uh, uh, but you tend to like depending on the strength of the zombie, it's best to kind of scrape them so they're just barely hanging on, and then blast them off with a shotgun because otherwise you'll be shooting them forever and they're never going to come off. Mm. Yeah, but it's actually really fun. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the whole gameplay. You, <laughs> you, you tilt your thing. Well, first, so it's not often that many action games, to be honest, on iPhone are really work. appealing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. work particularly well. But I tend to play like the strategy or the. Uh... Plants vs. Zombies yeah. style things. It's surprising well, how well yeah, this one works. amounts of carcass on, isn't it? <laughs> it is surprising how well this works because they must have. It must be difficult to balance that kind of thing because, mm. like, it could have easily been way too hard or just trivially easy, you know. Mm. So, uh, but it, it's surprisingly easy to scrape. Uh, I think there's a little bit of leeway so that yeah. So that I think if you hit the 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 busted up car with almost half of the side of your car, it will kind of scrape off and you'll scrape the zombies. But if you hit with more than that, then it will smash and that's the end of your game or whatever. Mm. But it's surprisingly easy to scrape off zombies off the side by just lining up just with the tilt control, which is quite nice. It's quite satisfying. Mm. And I think you get various weapons when you and vehicles when you go up. So you start with like an SUV, but you probably get Humvee and various things. Uh, and there's different classes of zombie, of course, like... Big Mama Jammers and the basic ones. And working class. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Class. <laughs> exactly. Blue collar. Zombies. So, yeah. So, Zombie yeah. Highway. You know, that's Zombie a... Highway. It was free for a day, but I'd, I'd be worth the money if you wanted to purchase. I feel me kind of would think that, you know, I, I, well, no, I'm saying this in the wake of, like, after just talking about a game called Dead Island. Yeah. But I can't help but feel that whenever you look browsing through the App Store on iPhone, just how shit game names are on there. Yeah. It's like Zombie Highway doesn't really break the convention there. No. I suppose it's describing the game in yeah. a fairly yeah. accurate way. But it got as his out, you thought it was an actual road that came to life as a zombie. As is Dead <laughs> Island, but, you know, which is, again, inspired. Mm. But, you know, I, I, I get kind of wound up about game names to a certain degree because they're, they're just uninvent, uh, uninventive. The well, indie time. games always do that. It's like the Xbox... Yeah. Xbox indie stuff like Math Shooter. <laughs> let's not talk about Math Shooter. They kind of have to. about Math Shooter. I think they have less. Say rule about Math Shooter with stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think and they math. Have, they have <laughs> less leeway to like come up with creative names when they're on the App Store when they're competing with all those millions of other games. Like, I think for a big retail title, you can call it something fancy, like. Shadow of the Colossus. Or like something. Bulletstorm. 
<laughs> the size that he he gestured is about to scale for a real hedgehog, though. Big hedgehog. No, because <laughs> a real hedgehog. If it was a real hedgehog, the just, ring would be like that. It's as big as Sonic's head. It's not really as big as Sonic's head. It's like smaller. Anyway, than what's in this? But anyway, yeah, you get a replica ring. Um, <laughs> is it made of gold? <laughs> it's made of pork. It's <laughs> bacon ring. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so you get this replica ring made of some metal painted gold. I'm sure it's not made of metal. I'm sure it's made of plastic painted gold. I don't know. We might find out. That'd be very What, because you're going to buy this shit? Potentially. I don't Sweet. know. <laughs> well, the problem is, right, I'll, I'll, I'll finish You say that. potentially, I'll, that's definitely there. I'll get, I'll get to that in the end. We've had this discussion last Inevitably. week. Inevitably. But, uh, but it comes from a, uh, a, a figurine stroke paperweight of Sonic with his buddy Sonic. Um, is the later scale to the ring? That's like <laughs> Can you separate? That could be the test. Or are they just I think it's a fixed one sort base. of, yeah. I think it's fixed like, like So you have to have two Sonics... Standing next to each other. Old and new, Sonic. Well, yes, I know. So, yeah, to fit that style. Um, a soundtrack album, although what they've said, they haven't released what's on it. So it well, might, like, they can't. It might be like a... Reveal all their levels. Or unless it's Not like everyone doesn't already know that. Well, no, unless it's like a one disc of classic and then one disc of remixed sort of mm. stuff. Mm. Three fucking classic. As we discussed previously. No, but do you know what I mean? Like a classic. Oh, you mean classic as in literally series. the classic music from the yeah from the entire series, the original music from the entire series, and then the whole disc of like the stuff from the new. Like the way they're giving away the uh, orchestral Zelda tunes. Yeah, on kind, kind of Skyward Sword, um, <laughs> which sounds cool. But also, and this is actually the best, probably one of the best things to ever sort of uh, be included in a limited edition. And this is what made, you know, actually, no, no, no. I, I mean this genuinely. It's like it gives you a reason to actually want the limited edition other than the rest of the crap they've thrown in the box. Oh, this will be good. Is a DLC <laughs> pass. Oh, cool. Kind okay. of like how if you... Like were, the Rockstar pass. Yeah, if you if they offered a limited edition, for instance, of L.A. Noir that came with the Rockstar pass... Mm, that'd be cool. Holy crap, that makes a lot of sense. How much How much is this DLC pass worth? That's the question. All of the DLC. Yeah, no, but then what's it, <laughs> what is its literal monthly value if you compare the non-limited edition to the limited edition? In fairness, we don't know, because it depends on how much DLC they release. And which how depends much on... And we already know they're doing the one bit. Which depends on the success of the game that... Game at uh, games launch and how much they've got planned for it, that kind of stuff. So that's an unknown, admittedly. But I think that's a great idea. I think limited editions should include that shit. I think the game should include the DLC. Well, yeah. In fairness, <laughs> that is the back, that is the argument that you know will always be, exist with this kind of stuff. But it's like there's yeah. already DLC planned for Deus Ex. It's like fucking yeah, that's the goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, that Rockstar Pass though was totally worth it. I, I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed those uh, uh, those mm. particular cases, the La Noir extra stuff, mm. the one with the soup factory and the one with the the aircraft uh, spruce goose. I did actually see La Noir play for the first time last night. Um, cool game. My sister's got it, and just watching the facial the facial features, freaking um, amazing, fantastic. I could not believe how good it was. I mean, I've been told. I mean, I was listening to the last few casts, and you talked about how good it is. So good. until you see it up close, you can't really appreciate what they've done. It just needs to be in every game. <laughs> I still went out. I'd love it to really have seen that sort of thing in in the next Mass Effect. That's the only thing I found that lets exactly. down Mass Effect is the face. The facial expressions are non-existent in Mass Effect. And it's, so everything else effects, is so to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll come to that. <laughs> we'll come to that. <laughs> but because I, I really like the voice acting and the characterization aspect, and it's oh, just it's let down so much. Why? Yeah. But say, say that, male Commander Shepard. 
Yeah, I always play as female. I've actually so started playing. I have played a little bit. Of the f- no, because it'll carry over my. Um, that's well, no, just their if, choice. Yeah, if you carry it over. On the box, it'll be some stupid blonde. Yeah. But I'll I'll have my awesome brunette. Uh, yeah. I need to get my copy still, of Mass Effect 1 back. Jennifer Hale is my gothic Bachelor in Knights, wasn't she? Yeah. Same one. It's Jennifer Hale. Even it kind of looks like her. It does a bit. It's oh, wait, listen, you... I haven't played Nights. We're so talking much. over each other. Stop yeah. it. What it's the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we started first and then you came in. <laughs> <laughs> we were continuing. <laughs> and now no one's here. Continue, Rob. Continue. No. No, moment's gone now. Fuck you all. <laughs> Rob was talking about Deus Ex 1, so it's totally irrelevant. No. <laughs> Mass Effect 1. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about, about Deus Ex. It was relevant to the character. Are we going on to Deus Ex yet? Maybe or we should. Should we get Assassin's Creed? Or maybe, yeah, maybe we should do yeah, that okay. first. Yeah. Let's, let's do... What have you been playing, Matt? <laughs> I've actually been playing Assassin's Creed. The replaying, replaying the first one. Oh, yeah, and so, so we're well. both in this Yeah, one. we're both in this So let's have a discussion. <laughs> well, we wanted to see what Rob thinks, because Rob's played through it for the first time. I'm, I'm halfway through replaying it. So right, yes. I, I, have, I have finished it, so I now have a complete view of all of these Assassin's Creed 1. So... <laughs> uh, my, 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 I, I, yeah, uh, to some degree, I'm now ahead of Dem's knowledge for the first game. Yeah, you will be. Well, way ahead on the first game. Yeah. Well, I say that, but if you've played like the first 15 minutes of it, like, well, the first assassination of Assassin's Creed, you still know what the remaining eight are going to be like. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, 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 it's slightly know, different. Throughout the entire, entire game, there is very little variation, which is. Ooh. Bloody annoying, to be honest, because they could have done quite a lot with the cities, and I think they just mm. missed some opportunities. Um, I have played what is quite possibly the worst part of the game now, which is the docks. Now, there's, there's just so many parts that I can't quite understand why they made these decisions in the Dockland area. Um, for instance, the jumping mechanics... Um, throughout the entire game, are mostly impressive, except for when you're actually in a hurry, in which case the game has a very large tendency with its one-button free-run system to, to do exactly off. the wrong thing. Well, the bit that gets me is sometimes, even if you run straight at a ladder, it will attempt to do a wall climb on a ladder oh. and not grab the ladder. That even if you're like an inch, or sometimes you'll be like an inch to the side and he'll just go, I'm running up this wall. I can't think that there's a big thing to hold on to yeah. right next to me. It's like, motherfucker, just come I'm, up the fucking ladder. I've, I've been re- sort of reintroduced to that, how frustrated, I've forgotten how frustrating that is, especially after an assassination where you're on citywide alert and yeah. you're trying to escape because you can't get into the bureau until you've become anonymous again. I can't really, re- I can't really remember exactly how they improved it through the games, but from playing two and Brotherhood, you definitely once you start playing those games again, you have to get yourself back into the mindset because mm. uh, because that free running stuff it works really well. When I mean, I think they improved stuff like attaching to ladders, like they gave you a bigger leeway so that you don't mm. have that finicky one pixel out and it fucks up and does yeah. a wall jump. But you still, if you're not used to it, you still end up because he com- yeah. very confidently jumps into space. This is this is where this is where I'm leading to. Like, but uh, this leads into my second problem. In the in, you know, the running mechanics in the Dockland, the problem that you have is that it's water. Yeah, um, and that you could run along a straight line of poles sticking out, which would normally, like, given the simplicity of the control scheme, you think I could just hold four and forward an A at this point in time, and it will just run along the poles, which he'll do for about two steps, and then take a wild diagonal turn for no, for reason, no reason at all, 
sending you into the water, which leads me to my next point, and that, how the fuck can't Altair swim? Oh, no, he's, yeah, he's a he's master assassin, but he can't swim. Ezio can swim, there you go. Thank fuck. <laughs> Sorry, because that's just he's incredibly irritating. I went back to I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, had, I had forgotten Altier couldn't swim. swim. And I jumped into a river to try and avoid something and then was genuinely surprised all over again when I died. Because they turn it into serious gameplay. Like, you can hide under the water, under bridges, to escape guards hmm. in two. It's, it's, cool. it's, it's not just useful. the fact that you don't die. It also turns... Because, of course, two has Venice and it has Which makes uh, so much canals, canals and canals stuff. Very yeah. severe. And, and uh, it's just stupid because yeah. combined with the dodgy free running that occasionally yeah. has a mind of its own and just sends you into the abyss um, combined with the fact that the Dockland is filled with those fucking irritating drunk people who just push you oh I need to speak about that at some point you I get really... pushed into the water quite frequently so you'll go, you'll do some delicate jumps you'll get most of the way through the docks you're about a metre away from the target and there's a drunk guy on a boat just pushes you in and you're like fuck I can't there do is anything no need. about that there is no need for those drunk people in the game the biggest one I had playing it last night was doing one of the informer missions where you have to go into two or three stealth kills and then you need to go back to the guy and tell him you've done the kills. Yeah. And I'd snuck around, done the kills, and walking back, literally, I've got, almost got the guy in my sight. And this drunk guy pushes me into a guard. Oh, light goes red. Oh, mission nice. failed. Nice. Speak to the informer, start again. There's, there's, I mean, there's so much of that. It's that's just really bad. And, and, like, and yet you lose synchronicity if you stab them. Yeah, this <laughs> is like innocent. It's not innocent. He's screwing up my mission. I'm gonna, I'm gonna even blade him. Son of a bitch, get it out of the fucking way. And the weird thing is, is, it's inconsistent. It's like I find the same thing with the money, the women. There is an achievement that is related to that. There is a. Apparently, it's not on PC. So no, no, no. It, on Xbox, if you grab and throw twenty-five of them, get mm-hmm. yeah, So I'm working towards that. But again, they're very, if they pop up in the middle of a uh, pickpocket mission. When you're trying yeah, to track yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. The, the last possible moment, yeah. yeah, and you can't oh. throw, you can't throw them out of the way because you'll you'll draw attention to yourself and fail. And s- the minute somebody sees you, yeah. big point goes, "I'm out of it," and show off, and you've got to get yourself anonymous and circle around and start again. And that just those elements are incredibly I frustrating get, about the, the first problem, game. Yeah, the, the crowd elements seem inconsistent towards you is the, my problem with mm. it. And that for a game where blending in is so important, why do the drunks only push you? Regardless of whether you're blending in or not, yeah. why do the people asking for money only pester you? Yeah. It's they've obviously taken some shortcuts in the initial design. They probably intended well, to end it like that way, but it's just really bloody irritating. What was better about the second one is, I mean, don't, I don't, can't remember. Are there any drunks in the second one? No, no. you have still obviously. got you've got <laughs> you've got some begging people, and you get you get the um, the minstrels, minstrels, yeah, minstrels. But the advantage is that you have in the second, but you don't have in the first. Is that you have got a thing where you can throw a few coins on the floor yeah. and actually give them what they want. Yeah, and that's have... a very good way of clearing the crowd, actually, if you're trying to attract somebody. You chuck a load of money over there, basically every single NPC will go, Oh, Florence, Florence! And they'll all run Man, towards where you chuck this money. Yeah. Very much. Well, it, it's <laughs> back to stereotypes again. So good. Well, this leads no, me to it... point three, that is possibly the game's biggest flaw. Mm. For everything that the game tries to do to set up that you're a super stealthy assassin, you can do what you want and stuff, none of the major assassinations, apart from one, can be achieved via stealth. I, I I can't. Only the first it, one, in my experience. Well, there's one way that you're in a monastery, isn't it? Or um, a, not really a monastery, kind of like a mental hospital, isn't it? And the dude's, oh, just, hospital, yeah. the dude's just walking around, and there is a way you can get in and then walk right up to the guy without him noticing. Yeah, you're I, actually, assassin. I mentioned it. the first one, actually, the very first one in the market where the guy goes mental and stabs the guy, says he can't feel the order. Mm. You can hang around and wait until he's 
checking one of the stools and sneak up on him. And actually, deal. thinking about it, yeah, I've only had two out of the nine. The rest of the no, time, no, no, I've got think, to chase him down. A, actually, saying that, I think there is a third as well. In that, when that guy poisons his wine that's coming out from the fountain, I did that one last night. You can get. I think you can reach him. Yeah. Without him noticing. The problem is, I got spotted by the archers, and then all the I got spotted by the archers because I, I took the advice that you get because I'm actually this time when I'm actually doing all six of the uh, yeah. information things rather than just doing the bare minimum. And you can scale that statue where the poison wine comes out and hop up, but because the archer saw me, yeah, you're just doing it right in place. But so. I managed to avoid any guards getting in between me and him. Yeah. So I managed to catch him quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the annoying. Problem. The third target, the um, the slaver guy, is really annoying because it literally forces you to have to chase him because it's yeah. when he locks you inside well, the, the building. Thing, pretty much, to... well, yeah, that one was the that was the um, that was the interesting one actually. I liked that one because even though it wasn't a proper assassination, it actually sets aside a scenario that was different from the others. It's mm. like, oh, okay, they're actually trying to mix up, mix it up a bit. Yeah. But weirdly, that one's quite near the start of the game, so it's like, and then yeah. you, you, they've mixed yeah, it up yeah. too early. Um, but yeah, it's, it's annoying, because for all the information you learn, like, there's one where there's a public execution going on, and the information you receive is, he'll turn his back on, on you at one point, because he likes to lecture the prisoners before he kills them, things mm-hmm. like that. He takes pleasure in this and stuff, mm-hmm. so you think, right, fine, what I'll do is I'll, uh, there's, a, there's a handy bunch of... Uh, scholars in the corner that I've been told I can blend in with to sneak past the initial line of guards. So I'll do that, and they they sort of casually walk across the public execution thing in a very unsuspicious manner, of course. Because they're scholars. You walk through the line of guards, uh, and you think, right, he's got his back turned to me, he's having a go at this uh, succubus, and there's, mm. um, uh, there's like, now's my chance. I, I've got enough time to get up on stage before the guards turn around and kill me. The moment I break blend, they all go, Assassin! Yeah. And it's like, well, there goes my stealth moment completely. I can't sneak up on this guy and backstab and I have to get into mm. a fight. And I'm crammed with practically all of the assassinations. There's just yeah. no way of getting to the target sucks. without being spotted. And it's like, this mm. isn't assassination. This is just going in there and having a fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I managed to deal with him quite quickly because I, I opted for a different route of trying to get him with a throwing knife from the, from the crowd but all that does is piss him off and piss yeah. all the guards off I did manage to knock him to the floor and quickly hidden blade him so I managed to make it a very minimal I didn't have to fight yeah, he, rather than running he tries to fight you alongside the guards most of them do Yeah, uh, a few of them Yeah, towards the end of the game they turn yeah. and fight you and it's just quite that's the yeah. easiest way to so just get into a fight and kill them as part of it yeah. and it's yeah there was a couple ways because you can't Finish the job with throwing blades is the problem. You no, can't yeah. actually. You have to hit because blade. because you have yeah. to get the confession. Yeah. You have to hidden blade, yeah. and it's like, well, okay, what is the point in throwing knives? I only actually ever, the only time I ever used throwing knives was during the game's final fight, mm. um, which is actually the highlight of the game. I'll be fair; it does end on a great high. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll try not to spoil it too much. If you <laughs> haven't done it already. for this game, that's like a million years old. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but the the ending is really good. Uh, oh, it's, it's, the it's, throwing knives are useful when you're traversing the rooftops later on in the game and you've got more guards on the top. You can just quickly dispatch them when they start saying, you should not be up here. And you can just quickly go, you shouldn't have a throwing knife in your abdomen, but bang, there you go. <laughs> and it's, it means you can traverse the rooftops without setting the alert off every yeah, five minutes. I should have thought of that. I, I fucking hate archers in that game. Wow. They're just... They're just over-suspicious of everyone. Like, as I said last week, it's like, I could be climbing my own fucking roof and I'll <laughs> well, say the, I shouldn't be. The general yeah. public are as well. You climb up... Fair enough when you're like, climbing up somebody's windows and stuff and they start calling you crazy and stuff. Fair enough. But I genuinely, playing it this morning, we're climbing up a ladder 
And I heard his NPC go, what is he doing? He'll break his neck. It's like, it's a ladder. Come on. They're everywhere. Have you not seen a ladder before? It's like a Middle East precursor to health and safety. Oh, you're going to climb up this ladder like this. It's quite funny how much the repeated dialogue you get. Oh, yeah. Even different accents. I found that actually, it's bad enough because you play through... And she must be beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's when they re-recorded the different accents. So you play through Damascus and Jerusalem, and you do the first two missions, and obviously it's all sort of like the the Muslim sort of things. And then you get to Acre, and obviously it's Crusades, and you've got basically everybody in Acre seems to have been transported from East London, (laughs) basically. (laughs) It's Cockney or French. They've tried to go a bit, oh, hang on a minute. The, the royal family was still relatively French at this period. We'll throw in a few French troops as well. It's um, good you came when you did. They'd have had their way with me. Wait till I tell my husband. Um, <laughs> oh, I but this when you listen, when you listen to <laughs> some of the there's some of the talking from saved citizens, and it's identical word for word dialogue from what you've experienced in Damascus and Jerusalem. Just with a different accent. It's like, you must have had well, to do not, more not, than one recording. Actually, it's not, it's not always the same. There's quite a few more because most of the time you're saving women in, yeah. in the Cockney land. And they, they it's say, when you say the, the Arabs don't talk about having their way with me. No. <laughs> no so it's more when you're saving the scholars, actually. The scholars are definitely word for word when you save them. And I wish my son was as brave yeah. as you. Yeah. The whole city shall know of your sacrifice. You have done me a kindness, sir. You get that. Or well, then in Akka, you then get somebody who sounds a little bit like Stephen Fry going, oh, I wish my son was as brave as you. Would you like a taxi? Yeah. Pretty much. No, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Would you like a taxi? I'm going to take you down. As your Pauline. She's right. You do half expect somebody to break out in music hall. Because he's just really. Do I look like a merchant? No. Bugger off. It's that way that they just seem to. That American thing that. They just assume that everybody in the UK automatically speaks. They're all from the East End of London. Nowhere else in the country is occupied apart from. East End of London. It was Canadian. Is it Canadian? It's Montreal. Well, North American view then. That's where the French view is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can get a hold of French. That's even worse. The Canadians should know better. In fairness, that is the nice bit about Acre actually in that game because they have, or Acre, however you say it. I think yeah. it's Acre. I'm not saying they were here NPCs. Oh, do they? Yeah. Or maybe it's a pronunciation thing. Mm. Yeah. But they, um, uh, th- it's interesting because it is actually sort of, you can tell that. It's not just British, is the thing. The Crusades have obviously picked up some guys along the way, so you hear French dudes and German well, dudes. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's uh, so, so that's, yeah. there's, I, I didn't hear any Italian, but there there's, be, there's, there's, there's French and German in there. What is good is nice when, you, when you have the scenes with Richard the Lionheart, that they've got him the French accent, which is good, because they could have gone the easy route of going English king, English accent, but that was obviously not, there's only one or two kings down the line from William the Conqueror, and a lot of them. Actually, he never even lived in England. He very, very, no, yeah, he very rarely came here. I don't think he actually ever spoke in English at all. No, he didn't. Um, yeah, his accent wasn't tight. It was only very, very, very slightly French. Yeah, but they didn't go. It was mostly giving it that standard English, making him sound like Prince Charles. Hello, my name's King Richard. They didn't go down that route, which was which was good. There was there was a bit of research into that clearly. It's like guy got salad in him. He's like one of my favourites. Well, he's an he's an, he's an unseen character, <laughs> clearly because of the name, but also because yeah. he's also a totally awesome general. Or Saladin, as they pronounce as the Muslims pronounce it. No, he's that was a, good with Saladin. <laughs> no, no, Saladin is much better. 
No, he's Sadly like he's right. like an unseen character in the game. He's always like it's like Maris from Frasier. <laughs> you hear about him quite a lot, oh, and you right. never see you him. Never see him. But what's he interesting, if you go like on the Assassin's Creed wiki, there is like a there's a picture from him. Obviously, somewhere on there they've generated oh, right. some sort of concept art, and then just decided, yeah, nah. Okay, we'll just have all the heralds talking about him. Um, I don't know if he appeared in some of the previous games. Can you read some of the backstory to prior to the first game? I was about to say com- the story is basically is is Assassin's Creed's strongest mm. element mm. above everything else. The story is, yeah. w- apart from the fact that the modern day story spoiler alert has no closure at all. It just <laughs> sort of play the next game. in the first game, game it has very it, it's annoying because you get I, I, you know some people say oh but the, you know the modern day story like, I don't care for it at all. Isn't it? Well yeah, that's yeah. Like, it, I quite enjoy it. Actually. Yeah, I, I was getting myself drawn into it going, but there's questions here. We kind of know that they're bad guys and we know that and you can figure that out quite early on. I love like, like the shadiness of Sergo and then the big revelation that of Sergo I'll let Dan take that one. Um, it was it was quite good. Um, allowed. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but that was you know that you, you could tell that was coming. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was spoiled for me slightly from knowledge of the future games that Lucy was going to be. Yeah, an assassin. But you know, so I knew that was coming. But the fact was is that they, they didn't. That was all there was to that storyline. It is expanded. That is it. I've, we've explained the entire modern storyline in two words, yes. pretty much. It's like, yeah, I've I played another two games, and there's still not much that which much. Which is a to real it. shame. Well, I think there's going. I think in Revelations they don't it's explain be, anything. I think in Revelations is where it's probably going to come into its own thing because I think there's going to be a lot more. Well, the title kind of. I, the title yes. says that yes, they're I... going to explain stuff, but I bet they won't. I bet it'll be some other stupid cliffhanger. <laughs> it'll lead into a completely new story. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Revelations is going to turn out to be. It'll be a great game, but there has been a lot read a bit more about the, the basic nothing. the basic setting of it and, and how they're mixing in playing as Ezio and Altair, which is yeah, that's one cool. of the seals of Altair that they've been talking about. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be really good. Yeah, it should be quite good. But I don't have high hopes for the modern storyline. No. <laughs> it's supposed to be a bit about more because obviously about sort of the way Brotherhood ends. Yeah, and the little the little voice bit where they stick him back in the animals at the end and saying about. Well, what's it going to do to his head? Yeah. There's a whole thing about apparently in the Animus, you're in this sort of back door area to the Animus, the black room, funnily enough. Right. And um, it, part of it will be try to put your mind back, Desmond's mind back together again, which has the potential to be yeah. an exercise. Was that a spoiler? <laughs> sort of. I don't know. Shut I don't really understand that. So there you go. Sort of. I actually literally don't want the rest of it spoiled. Don't so worry. Don't worry. Because I'm, I'm kind of in now. No. I, I'm in, uh, I'm in like Flynn. Yeah. And you've only got you another two nothing. games to catch up. No, yeah, no, but they're no. better. No, listen about that. It doesn't, that doesn't make any of the, the key bits. Uh, I, am, I am one of you now. <laughs> two is very hard. <laughs> two is like. You have been converted. Yes. <laughs> if you do all the feathers and shit. Fuck the feathers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more catching. Fuck that chicken. And he has to say about the Assassin's Creed. You would say that. Well, no, I want to. I have some. Obviously, I've been playing the PC version, so I haven't. Presumably, as I say, the Chivo's thing might have added some stuff to the game and made it a bit more of a draw. Yeah, there, there's some little fun ones, like jump, jumping through so many uh, merchant stands. Yeah. When you're avoiding... And obviously, the first game does look a bit dated now, to a degree. Oh, yeah. I mean, the large, the large scale of the cities is still kind of impressive when you stand mm. on a viewpoint, especially in Jerusalem. It's pretty when it came out. That's, that's for sure. the, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a long it's, time ago now. Yeah, yeah. and. and How long cool. ago was that? I don't know, it must be at least, what? Five years? Five years, yeah. Yeah, about that. 
Uh, I was playing it with in 3D as well for the majority of the time, which is... Did that add anything to it? It's nice. It, you know, I, I quite like playing games in 3D. If they ran it, it didn't affect the performance on my machine, so it was well worth it, I think. You know, I, I just like 3D. I think it's a good... Gaming is a good medium for 3D, probably more so than most shitty films that have come out in 3D. Pretty true. Um, Fair enough. There was only one film that's really benefiting 3D. Yeah, and there's no... That was Tron, so... Well, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it did. Avatar well, was okay yeah. in 3D. Avatar was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I missed the boat on that one. I only ever saw that in 3D. The film itself wasn't that great. That's the only problem. I know, I, like, I really like Sam Worthington playing every character Sam Worthington has ever played. The awesomest <laughs> thing about Avatar was definitely the guy drinking the 3D coffee. That was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like, and not a single fuck was given that day. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel I missed out on not seeing that film. I didn't even when they re-released it for 3D with the edit bit. Yeah, added eight minutes, so I didn't even see it then. Oh, did they do that? Yeah, they, they released it. It was all built up. It was like, oh, re-releasing Avatar in 3D with extra footage. You look into the small print. It's about eight minutes. It's not eight minutes in one place. It's dotted out across the film. Yeah. I was like, that's a bit of a rip. <laughs> yes, but, yes, yeah. you know, 3D, um, 3D. So yeah, I. I Obviously, my, my system, if it's capable of running it in 3D with no performance loss, and no, it had its glitches, don't get me wrong. So I'm not looking forward to seeing those, but presumably the version I have is now Xbox, so I won't get so many glitches, because generally console games seem a bit more stable. Mm. You know, your PC tends to have a it's few true. issues every now and then. That sound would clip out, obviously. I had the DRM issues when I didn't have internet, or what we think are DRM issues. I did have it fail on me a couple of times without internet, so maybe that wasn't related. Maybe that was just a one-off. Mm. So I perhaps take back my Ubisoft rant at that point in time. I don't know. Um, you might, your internet might have gone down behind the game and you wouldn't even see it. So. Well, maybe, maybe. But yeah, it, I did start to have issues with it on PC, so I won't get those, uh, which is okay. Um, but I'm also a bit worried. Obviously, it's been running at 60 frames solid for me, mm. and uh, of course, I'm, I'm not convinced the Xbox version would handle it like that. It's a, I presume it's locked at 30. 30. I presume it's locked at 30. Yeah. Well, I, I say locked. I, I, I think it. I think it performs quite well. Yeah. You know, it's fairly polished, I seem to recall. Because I, I honestly believe that a difference in frame rate makes for a very different experience. It, it does. I mean, it, the, if it's locked and it's at a fairly consistent 30, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just makes the game feel different. It does. Feel very different. So I'm a bit sort of like set back by that. You know, you know I'm, I'm taking that a little bit. Well, tentatively we'll but I'm sure I'll get into it eventually you know it won't matter it'll just be that initial hit of oh this is mm. weird you know this isn't quite, quite well so I think if you like the first movie. one as much as you seem to have done then you'll be just as into the sequels as I was as I mm. seem to have done I've been picking flaws <laughs> rather than finding no, it yeah, but we, all did, did, we all did that yeah. when we played it but like, we all still like it it's the weakest game of the three but it, it's enjoyable and if, yeah. if you like it you can get past yeah. it gets an okay rating for me it's not mind blowing I'm not entirely sure it deserved all the praise it got. No, when it out. came out, there were a lot of people. No, uh, well, the reviews were a bit middling. They weren't. Okay. That that, that happened. Like there was no. a bit of oh right, oh okay, from the reviews. I seem to remember at the time. And then when two came out, everyone was like, oh. I find I'm more critical of it going back and playing it now, having played two and Brotherhood. Yeah. That I'm pit, whereas I was more inclined to ignore the negative bits before because overall it was yeah. the game. Having seen the improvements they made with Tomb Brotherhood, I'm actually sitting there going, no, why couldn't you have done this in the well, first Well, I game? suppose but the camera I, angles as well. When you yeah. go into, when the camera angle changes, when you're in a battle with three or more guards on occasions, when it rotates around, you'll get something in the plot. I don't know if you found this. You'll get like a, thick, <laughs> oh, like a sticky out bit of wood on a building. Oh, you, you, you know, know nothing. It. You know nothing of that. In 3D. Imagine that in 3D. <laughs> <fucking D. laughs> 
where yeah. a bit of wood is literally sticking <laughs> out in your face. face, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" I wasn't expecting that camera angle. <laughs> I, I do have, I do have sympathy for them though, because like, um, it's it was quite an ambitious project, and like, like are things like you're screaming at the TV, going, "Why can't you swim, Altair?" And the the answer is, well, they ran out of animation budget, yeah. and then the next time round, they had the budget yeah. to spare, yeah. so they could. I'll fix tell you everything. one thing. <laughs> I didn't necessarily think that was the only reason. I'll tell you one <laughs> thing though: we might have a lot of, have to take back a lot we've what, what, lot of what we've said previously. Altair isn't that much of a cock. Oh, I just don't I'm discovering this as well. But as the, the first half of the, of the game, yes, he's a cock. But the second half of the game, he's fine. It's, it's a whole redemption. It's yeah. a whole, yeah, redemption thing. I am Fair still finding the fact that he's the only man in the Middle East with an American accent. He's yeah, quite American. Yeah, and they, is... they do, they semi-address that in the modern day story where Desmond and Lucy have one of the dialogues you can go through. They're saying that it's the animus is the bug, it translates, it was like, yes, but it translates everybody else with a Middle Eastern accent. Yeah. It's like one of them. who just seems to be an American accent. The thing about is, that is Altair actually Italian then, or is he American? He's Italian. So that's alright. I think his accent's fine. It's, n- I would I'm not Italian, so I wouldn't know, but I think they're actually. It's probably an Italian listening to something. No, not at all. They're good or, enough. Yeah. Oh, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, resque, requesca, chipacha. You say that a lot. Chipata, chipata. Yeah, I don't believe. <laughs> re, 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 I don't believe he's saying rest in peace now, chipata. What he says later, Filippo Berri. Ah, spaghetti. Ravioli. Ah, mamma mia. <laughs> the down, download to this podcast nearly going right down. <laughs> I don't think they could get any less. <laughs> That's true. See, my problem with Altai wasn't... Uh, I don't mind if you're playing a cock. My problem, really, I mean, it's kind of weird, mm. and, but maybe that'd be interesting. I mean, that's kind of true of your guy in L.A. Noir. He's a bit, uh, he's a bit uh, up. Uh, yeah. I don't know, not stiff. up himself, but he's, he's a bit stiff. stiff. He? Yeah. yeah, and that's fine. Start super. But the thing, the thing that really offended me about the start of Assassin's Creed, the first one, is it... It, it gives you control, but it forces you to be a dick. Yeah. It's like in, yeah. in, in yeah. a role playing game, it's like you choose, yeah. like, you, oh, I want to, in Mass Effect, you're like, I want to be a dick, I'll press the right hand button. Mm-hmm. I want to be a good guy, I'll press yeah. the left hand button, whatever. Whereas in this, it's like you have you control. Are, you're driven to that. You're, you're driven, driven to being an yeah. idiot, not just a dick, but also a freaking yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. Go, again, going back to playing the early mission the second time around, you're just like, no, no, why are you it's doing like, that? It's like when you go back and watch a film and you know something, but it's like, you say something bad thing going down, and you're sitting there screaming, saying, Don't do it, don't do it, this will happen. I'm not don't offended. leave someone alone in a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the characters of cock, I just don't want to be forced to yeah. be a cock, particularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing is, is that at the end of the game, that start, that bit of the start gets referenced um, by, because one of the guys, one of the guys. Oh, Malik. Who, another ref- one of the guys, yeah, Malik. Sorry, Malik, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, Malik. he ends he up being the bureau leader in Jerusalem. He's pretty pissed off. Something to do with the fact that he's only got one arm, yeah, because of you because and his brother's you. dead. Little yeah. thing, he, he pissed off about the little things. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gets really referenced quite a bit, but I didn't. I, I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. Like when I was seeing you, I didn't make the connection that that was actually him. No, I didn't the first time I until it. I got to the end, and he mentions it. It's like, oh, oh, that was you. Oh, oh I, did, I, did exact, I, did, I did exactly the same thing first time around. I didn't. Oh, 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 you're not not so much of a cock anymore. The trading, oh, okay. the trading barbs it. when you introduce him a bit, you're almost expecting them. It's like really, really under the surface, sort of hating each other. You just expect them one point out to turn and get, yeah, well, your brother's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's almost getting to that point. He's expecting them to turn around and be nasty. <laughs> you one-arm freak. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny there's no button that can make you do that. Cause... 
Deride. <laughs> Deride, but... Yeah, they'd yeah. be like, like those categorised like, conversation trees, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Like, like, deride, take the piss, lament. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does that. Does yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yeah, Ash Creed, done. Sweet. Check it off that we'll never talk about the first one again. Yeah. Hooray! Except in reference, the in reference when we're talking about the second except one. Except in reference to the second one for the second time. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, it's just rolling, isn't it? Once you get to the end of Brotherhood, and we, I'll be playing Revelations, and then we'll need to get Zach to play the first one, <laughs> and then we'll just keep it rolling forever. It'll be the endless ass cast. <laughs> the endless ass cast. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about a different game, shall we? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, so do you want to stay with me? Yeah. 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 Let's get you going. Cause... Okay. What else is there? Connect Sports. I want very quickly to bring that up again mm. because I hadn't used the party mode on that yet. Um, How is that different from two player? Strangely awesome. <laughs> right, the, the, what party mode does is it takes all the control of what you do out of your hands. Um, you have no choice of it. <laughs> That's um, what you use! Not what you do. Use. <laughs> use your feet. <laughs> I remember the slogan, your body is the controller. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not quite what I meant. Um, um, yeah, no, it, t- it takes the event selection is no longer in your hands. Um, it forces you... Uh, it's basically a two-player mode, but with yeah. the tournament style. intent that you're like... Um, blue team and red team. So yeah. you, it it forgets about the who you are recognition. Basically, like anyone can play it at any time. Kind All right, of thing. Yeah. But so it's for Parties. as many people, <laughs> yeah, as many people as you want to put in. But it's um it's quite nice because there's a it's, there's a sort of spinner selection. It says, "What event will you be doing in the E4 voice?" Yeah, and it's like it's boxing. <laughs> And it's like, but the entire thing is voiced by him. So he even tells you what you have to do at the start rather than those little cutaway tutorial things that it does. It's oh. like, <laughs> get as many knockdowns as you can. And it's like, and it's, it's, but it's all him. So that's immediately more awesome. Um, and rather it's, than um, weird, boring, yeah. sounding word. But all the events as well are short versions of the ones you would normally play. Right. Um, so the the bowling, for instance, will be a quick, uh, a shortened version of one of the mini games. For instance, it's like oh, get as many down as you can with endless balls and an endless stream of pins. Just keep chucking it as much as you can at a time. Or the short discus event is freaking hilarious because it's like you've got to try and throw the discus as short as you possibly can, <laughs> which is an effort in just trying to manipulate the control to do something weird. Which we discovered was like gently moving your arm in an overarm fashion is enough to make it sort of throw at the floor, which is kind of funny. But it's just, it mixes up what is already there. And um, you don't care about, the best thing is you stop caring about all of its flaws. Like, because the difficulty doesn't exist because you're against someone. Um, there's no AI to play against per se. And most, mm-hmm. and it's not playing at a champion difficulty, so you don't feel annoyed about about missing a shot that's impossible to reach because it doesn't that level isn't there. It's just fun, and the level of presentation that is slick. I mean, really slick for a mini game collection. It's there's no hard cuts. It, like when it moves to the spinner, the spinner is like a mirror ball, and it sort of shatters onto the screen. Does its animation shows the event you're going to be playing shatters out, and there's <laughs> the event. It's just the whole thing is slick and it's lovely, nice. and you get to play as a chicken. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, that's, that's sold it for me. If I get a connect, I'll have to have connect Although Dan might have a problem. Cock, with... cock. Dan might have a problem with that though. He doesn't like playing as a cock, so it's. <laughs> is it a cock? But um, yeah. I think it's got one of those little red tufts. Oh, I guess it is a so cock. So it is a cock. I'm serious, you know. It's, it's funny because all of the mascots you get, like there's a there's a giant eye, 
there's a <laughs> orb. Yeah, <laughs> there's a shark person called Speedy Shark, and um, there's Speedy the, the, the shark. The, <laughs> the giant, the giant eye. I'm now just thinking back to Quake Three, and you had that giant eye that ran around on legs. Yeah, that's what Zach meant when he said orb. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what. Orb. Um, yeah, but there's a there's a, um, a zombie, but they all had like names. Which so when you pick them, it's like Speedy the Shark or or um, I forget what the others are called. Innovative naming, yeah. Eyeball the Monster Man. So <laughs> said, like Sporty something as well, and you know they've all got Sporty shit. Eyeball. They've got shit names, but they've got names. Except for when you pick the chicken, and instead you just get like music playing. Hillbilly chicken. Yeah, for no reason at all. They couldn't think of a name to do sporting chickens, obviously. So they just sort of made him. Yeehaw. Insert your own cock joke here. Cocks. Keep fucking that chicken. Yeah, actually, think about it. It's probably his dodgy ground, isn't it? It's speed and cocks and premature. It's, it's all kinds of... Really premature cocks. Yeah, exactly. This is the wrong kind of work. Cocks and speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, can I get thoughts? Yeah, that was that's the, that was the one bit of the game I hadn't experimented with yet, and now I have, and it's quite good. Roll on. The game two. continues to be quite good overall. Yep, roll on. <laughs> that new bit hasn't affected the average. No, but it's uh, well, I suppose it has. It's elevated it slightly. Because oh, because of the difficult game. Because of the cock. Yeah, because of cock, basically. Yeah, I love the cock. <laughs> and, uh, all about the cock. Yeah. It's all about the butt, though. Is the is. Typically, again, yeah, I didn't bring that up. That's the question. <laughs> that making the top. Who's all about that? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> enough, enough with Rob's gay pride uh, weekend. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, back to it's fucking excellent. Right. Oh God! Have you been playing anything else, Matt? I've been playing Red Dead as well. Oh yeah! I finally got into that. I feel. I feel. Like, Having listened to the last few podcasts, I sort of missed the party on that. How much, how much more have <laughs> I to add? You haven't already said. Red Dead is like stuck at the top of our ridiculous hot topics <laughs> thing, is. which is really badly. Yeah. Uh, Whether I've got anything more to add, just more. Oh, I am. I am really, really liking it. It's fucking great. It's fantastic, and just game. how big it is. Bearing in mind, I think I've got as far as Mexico now. Yeah. And I've, I've really just found out there's a third area. I mean, I thought the game was pretty big to Did begin with. Did the song with. work for you? Song. When you when you first reach Mexico, you get like a. A song that's supposed to play as you ride across the plains. Yes, I yes, I got that. I fucking hate. I it. did got that. <laughs> but, see, but it seemed a little, really bit out of place considering everything that's played in the background prior to that point yeah. in the game. You know, like, I, I genuinely checked if my radio had to switch itself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It happens twice in the game, and both times it fucks it up. It fucked well. up for me. So <laughs> yeah. The well, the, 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 yeah, the second. It's one like all flowers. Oh yeah, shit! The music. <laughs> I got one lyric out of it. It started saying, "It's like, and I know, fade out." Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just amazed the the development that's gone into the game world is fantastic. It's so Especially, good. you really realise it when you start riding through Mexico, and obviously, it's what these bits now uh, America presumably because you've got things like table, supposed to table mountain and things like that, and the, the big yeah. rock formations. Well, in reality, yeah, they're, they're yeah. mostly in America, but it's mostly in America. Game, but at the time, at the time, America, it's, yeah. it's sort of at the the Manifest Destiny era when yeah. basically the Americans were just nicking stuff off the Mexicans and buying land off France. I love that. So I'm just, I basically summed up American expansionism buying land off the French and nicking stuff off <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> and, and Native Americans. And Native Americans. Let's not forget Native Americans. 
But actually, I was fine. You were saying you only discovered before we started recording that you didn't know about the fast travel from campsites until... No, I spent about the first half of the game just riding everywhere. I do that anyway, because I like riding. That's (laughs) what I was going to I I could have finished getting there half the fucking time. It's it's fantastic, because one sort of the environment you seem to take a slightly different route every time so you see different bits of the game yeah. and what I really like about the game is the random events when yeah, you're riding from town to town saving when they the state. work <laughs> when they work when they work when they don't just murder you instantly and Me. it's like hi guys what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> that's when you start yeah. getting suspicious yeah. <laughs> the random woman who's like help me oh shit yeah. <laughs> well, I most did, of the time even get the warning of it though they just sort of like pop out and shoot me it's like oh I did get confused and sort of lost a bit of honour um, when you have to save people who have been chased by wildlife. <coughs> yeah. And, out and I, I'm not fortunate enough to own a proper non-flat screen TV. I, I have a big old CRT thing. Yeah. And the downside is... You couldn't see the little walls. Can't see, well, you can't see the walls. It's, so much, it's hard to read the subtitle, the little instructions that come up, because it's such tiny font. Yeah. I've oh, wait, ta- so you have an SD TV issue? <laughs> you're playing oh, really? an SD? Must be. Actually. Okay. I need, I need to play that. It's an old... It's it a very, very old Sony CRT TV. It would be it? unlikely if you had an HD CRT in this country. They do no. exist. But it's very old. Yeah. It, it, it was a rental TV my grandfather had. And after he died, yeah. my dad tried to return to Houston. He said, never rent this out again. Keep yeah. it. And it was given to me yeah. when I moved out. Pretty much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so if you want to get a free went, TV, just it make it for as long it as you Basically, want it will cost us more to get rid of it. By the we way, might as well. Beer o'clock. But yeah, so I didn't see the tech come up saying save the guy, and I assumed he was a guy running away from deputies. So do you? And so I just shot him, <laughs> and then we know. Oh, I see. And there were wolves rather because if you do if shoot you the say... guy that the deputies are chasing, you do win yeah. money or whatever. Although yeah. I tend to just lasso them and give them to the deputies. The first time, I think they just shoot him on the ground or something. Like cheers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 first time I came across one of those events, I accidentally shot the deputy. Yeah. So it's more you're running away. I'm like, brilliant. I'll pick, pick off this perp. Well, the one that I got level. What? <laughs> the one that took me a while to figure yeah. out was the one where they're lynching someone and you have to save them. And of course, yeah. it doesn't tell you, but it's obvious if you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly that what you have to do is shoot the, the rope. rope, and then they'll sure it does tell you. Yeah, oh. it told me what I did. Yeah. Oh right, I must have missed the instructions. Missed I saw that bit. I. I think well, I just no, I saved him. Right, so I think there's a bit of dialogue that your partner says. Oh, right. Well, I saved like, him in time. Save her! I saved him in time, and that I then thought he got gunned down by this angry posse who were upset yeah. that I spoiled their fun of lynching yeah. this guy. Um, and that was it. Um, the little side missions as well, I quite like the, um, the stranger missions. Yeah. They're quite fun. Stranger missions. Although the, um, the, one of the early ones where the, the cannibal was a bit confusing, because <laughs> you keep thinking that's finished, and then it's not. Oh, you yeah. have to keep going up to Hanging Rock and you keep finding... I, I thought it was an error because you basically, you bump into several different people, you go up, you find a little bit of bloodstain near Hanging Rock, <laughs> yeah. and then it just finishes. And then all of a sudden, you've got this, this cannibal turns up when you do it. And I was like, ah, oh, that it. makes sense. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a little bit confusing how that was done. It might have been intentionally. There's more of a... Um, uh, the way the mechanics of the game were laid out. It's mm. like sometimes you didn't quite know what more there was as part of a stranger mission. And that was probably the point, but it's the, yeah. fact that the way it's the game presented it to you, where it's sort of like, it still appeared in your list. I've, and it's like, oh, okay, is I've got something you, I can I've do I've got used to the fact that there these missions will straighten right. out over a period of time when you'll yeah. re-encounter. Really like that guy you keep saving from shootouts, I think I'm still, I think yeah. I'm saving, saving from a mine, I'm saving from a gunfight somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I, he's still not finished, so I'm assuming he'll pop up again somewhere else. 
It's like a really tragic corner. Strange omission that just sets the tone for the whole game, like that first flowers for a lady or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you just go in that. I'll be honest, up. I still haven't finished that. Every time I go back, it's like, you've not picked enough. That was quite late on, wasn't it? Because you, you would have had to have done the route from McFarlane Ranch to West Virginia, which is pointless at the start of the game. No, because you've got yeah, uh, the, no, because you've got thieves. You've, you've got you thieves. To go to, it's on the route to thieves landing, and you have to go. You have to go to thieves landing quite early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I still, he's still popping up on my radar. Actually, finish that because it's brilliant. Is I it? won't tell you what happens. But I'll have it's to, I'll have to really put some into messed up. It's one of those ones I keep going. Yeah, I'll go back to that one. Yeah, it's flowers. It's fine. It's not flowers. Yeah, it's not a big visual thing. It's just it sets the tone for the whole. Yeah, dueling as well is a lot of fun. I've discovered. Sorry? Dueling. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, I still haven't worked out quite what you're actually supposed to do. It's fucking weird, though, aren't they? It, it's, it's like, I thought I, I got, just about it, got it. It's, but the annoying thing was, is I thought I understood it, and that it was all about just, you could aim where you wanted, but as long as you did it with the target at its most precise, uh, whichever way around it is, whoever mm-hmm. it goes small, if you get it right, then and, and if you hit certain targets, then it's insta-kill, and it doesn't bother the rest of the game. Like, if you get your yeah. first shot, with perfect accuracy on the gun. Oh, is that how you do it? It doesn't bother yeah. with the rest, and it just goes oh. disarm. Um, oh, that's great. But but yeah. if you miss that first shot, you're like, oh, fuck, now you're yeah. in trouble, because you have to do the rest of them properly. Really fast. Um, is that well, actually, no, it's not even about speed. It's about watching the crosshair, and when right. it's at its smallest, you hit it, and then that fills up the, your bar. More. more. Right. And when your bar reaches the top, you shoot. Yeah. Um, but it's... I believe that's how it worked, because I thought that was how it worked, and I thought, oh, I can disarm people every time. But then when I thought I'd got it right, it wasn't right and wasn't happening. It's like, oh shit, so maybe yeah. this isn't how this works. So I'm still yeah. a bit... It's getting the gun out of the hole soon. You generally have to just sort of keep wiggling the sticks until you eventually... Well, yeah, uh, that's precisely the problem. I'm, yeah. I, it's something to do with that meter, but I'm not entirely sure how that meter works. No. When it reaches the top, that's when the shot happens. But it's like, sometimes it seems a bit... Yeah, like, I have just found if I keep like, wiggling the animal sticks, he'll, he'll eventually start aiming, and then you've just got to mark him... Mm. In the same way you do with Dead Eye. That's one thing that could be actually just linking there is Dead Eye. Yeah. You can quite you automatically mark them up to a certain point in the game. Then you meet that guy in Mexico who teaches you how to shoot the American guy in Mexico. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you then from there on have Land to manually mark them. That was ridiculous. It, oh it, yeah, it feels it's too like different. A, yeah, it feels like a backwards step, it does, doesn't it? Because exactly. because it goes from auto to manual, but. To a degree, it's kind of nice because it gives you... It probably shouldn't have been an upgrade. It probably should have been an option yeah. just in the way that Deadeye works. So you could yeah. choose to play it automatically. It did just say that it was taking something back off you. Yeah, kind of like design. how the auto-aim has an option. I did try and play, play it in a while in advanced mode, which basically stops all auto-aim. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's hard. I must admit, I do rely on auto-aim more than I probably Yeah. Should. I mean, so it's the only way to do horseback spe- Yeah, and the bit where you travel down the river to get to Mexico, you really need to use auto-aim yeah. that. That was so frustrating. That took me about six attempts to do that one. Although so, I, did, I did play it for a bit just to get the Chivo for get get a number of headshots in advance. Yeah, and yeah. So like, with the manual Dead Eye, uh, uh, you can uh, make ensure that every uh, bullet in in your revolver hits a head. Yeah. So you can get six. It is actually. Head. I am finding it more useful. It's just it's just really yeah. backwards way of. of it's a bit strange it. at first, but yeah. with the old one, you kind of sweep up a body and it puts about four on their chest. Vacant, yeah, that, that was actually not. As I played it with manual, I actually realised how better it was yeah. because I'd have problems where you go into dead or you accidentally sweep an innocent or civilian yeah. or something, and you, once you once they're marked, you can't you find can't any way yeah. without just taking your aim off, and then you take the aim off, and then you just get shot to pieces. Yeah, but yeah. When the best bit the dueling is is the again with the oh, the American guy in Mexico, and you it end is. up dueling the German guy, then having to duel somebody who's holding a hostage, and then there's a bloodbath. It just 
seems to be a mission where they thought they couldn't really think of much of this mission other than teach you how to play poker and then just stick a bloodbath. <laughs> and then have a bloodbath. It's an awesome mission because you end up just killing like half the population of this town. I suppose that was quite good. Yeah, I did like that, how the, the, the side things actually wo- wo- weaved their ways. Wove their way into Ooh. actual missions. So you had to... It actually made you discover them. You know, rather than them just being there for no real purpose, you know. Yeah. I mean, GTA 4 did that with the internet cast and mm. things of like that, where it sort yeah. of occasionally makes you to do do things so you actually know that they're there. Yeah, so, yeah. But then often, the, the stuff in Red Dead I find easier to go back to, because, like, I never bothered with... I mean, to be fair, like, I think Jackie played and she got did the whole internet dating thing in GTA 4, mm. but I never went into one of those web cafes again unless I had to for a mission. Cause I, did do the, I did do the web, the web dating for a giggle. It's kind of a laugh, I guess. Yeah. It's I mainly don't... for the incredibly cheesy bit when you take them home and you get that, that typical GTA thing where it just does a sweeping shot of the building. Oh, it's some incredibly so cheesy dialogue. Especially when you get the Latina ones. And it, again, it's back to stereotyping again. You yeah. get, oh, yeah. But that was funny though, the girlfriend it gives you though in GTA 4 because mm. the things she says are so... Oh, she's hilarious. Oh, the blonde lawyer one. No. no. The first one that you get first. is like that. Spoilers, the Spy. FBI agent or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that one, so, yes. Oh, Nico, oh, you're special. Yes. <laughs> oh, tell me interesting things. things. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not the way that everything in her apartment yeah. is brand new with the label still on. Like, yeah. not suspicious <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's quite dedicated. The FBI clearly had cutbacks in their label. <laughs> <That's laughs> label removing department. Yeah. That, that's quite dedicated agent work there, though. Yeah. Getting a nobbies. The FBI would have been for nobbing in the Lord of Jesus. Yeah, may, maybe this is a bit sexist of me, but you know, it seems like when, when a man does it, you can sort of understand it. But it seems when you have to be quite dedicated. For some reason, it feels like you have to be more dedicated for a lady to take a nobbing. Like, so it's more that the men have to be nobbing. Nobbing is just James Bond's way of doing things, but it's. <laughs> yeah. Cox. So can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish to add to that discussion. I'm just saying fair play to her, you know, yeah. women. You're just but saying Cox. Talking about GTA, not, not that bit of GTA, but the linking is uh, the improvement in the covering system from GTA to Red Dead. Yeah, it's better. I hated the covering system in GTA. It's, no, it's still not that great, though. It's not great, but it's, it's a hell of a lot better. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> it it's made all... it playable. It did have a tendency for me to get attached to the wrong bit of Mm. Like most cover systems, it's like I don't want to attach to this. Get the fuck off! But the yeah. whole combat is in general is better. I wouldn't yeah. say the cover was massively better, but the no. combat in general is much improved. Well, it's because it's focused before. in Red Dead. Yeah. They, they only really had to well, the camera. The camera angles from covering I find a better in Red Dead than GTA. What I found, especially if you're on the corner of a building in GTA, it was ridiculous <laughs> camera angles, and you yeah. just go right, you know, poke around a little bit longer just to see this guy, and you turn so far, and then you automatically yeah. walk out of cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like, and also the weapon selection with the wheel, I much prefer to the GTA. Scroll through. Stroll, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fucking nightmare. It's so much better. Well, yeah. yeah. So hopefully. Does it pause in Red Dead when you select weapons? So you can do no, it. No, it doesn't pause. Oh, it but you can do it really quickly. Like if you hold the direction and just click the button, mm. it'll do it. Once you get used to it, you can. Yeah, you yeah. can do it really fast. To a degree. To. I mean, I still think that most radial menus should take a mass effect route and actually go to like a. Um, yeah, or at least slow it down. Yeah, uh, you know, so so you have time. It's the best use of a radio menu. I've, I've come across <coughs> the, the Mass Effect. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I played recently. Then again, that, the other argument is that, that make it too easy? Yeah, 
There was a game on the console I played a demo for. It might be Bulletstorm, actually, because most of the time you don't need it because you just use the D-pad, but I think it has a radial selection as well. Mm. And it's so, no, no, but then again, that, that sounds stupid. There is some game where, where it has a slowdown effect in a, radio, in a radial menu, and I'm like, that's a great idea because it actually gives me a time to work out where everything is based on their vague silhouettes. <laughs> yeah, I guess in Red Dead they already had the dead eye, so they could have just given you some free dead eye while you were selecting weapons. Mm. Perhaps. Anyway. Anyway. But that could have been a... You could yeah. probably uh, game that. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, so basically, it's yeah, one of my favorite games, happened, like yeah it, it's hitting it's, into my top five already. I'm yeah. enjoying it so far. I've had a bit of a break from it because I said to Rob before we were recording, the problem is you can quite easily lose a f- three or four hours of your day playing that without yeah. being I did, I did find myself saying this so, far too long on weekends. Yeah, so that's why I started playing... I um, prefer those because a bit of a break and rush through it. Because they're not super rich. Like in, in, I was already saying this before. I think on a previous podcast, but it's like you once you're done with the mission, you don't feel oh, I'm going to stop playing now because you can just sort of wander around. Exactly. Oh, one more, one more, just one more, yeah, just one more. Exactly. Two o'clock in the morning. It yeah. doesn't feel as pressurized as like a normal linear game no. because it's like you can just dick around if you want, and then you're like, yeah. well, I might as well just play this next mission, and then afterwards you're like, well, I'll just fuck around. Oh, I might as well play this next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get this end of the cycle, and all of a sudden it's three o'clock yeah. in the morning. You get, oh, I'm going to be for work. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's I just yeah. went into it because I wanted to have a, a ride around the other day just to remember what the world was like and also to compare the graphics because I'd been playing Lost and Damned and thinking this doesn't look that good now mm. um, GTA 4 and then I went back and read it and it's like well this still looks good but I was I was I was I wanted to like ride around Mexico in the sun and see the heat haze but of course I went in and there was a giant fuck off thunderstorm it was <laughs> amazing like yeah. lightning yeah the, everything the, the, going the different weather and that and the it's, different things even it's yeah. just it's all the attention to detail in the yeah. game that makes it so fantastic! It's just... the weather and the geography is amazing. So oh, my, my dad's not that much into games. I was I was playing it when I was because I actually had to borrow a copy of my sister to play it. I was playing it when I was down there, and my dad doesn't take much interest in games. Stood there, went, "Oh, it looks alright." And that, that that's that's saying something. <laughs> that's my dad turns a game. That's a that's bloody impressive. He loves looking at the technical side of it. He won't um, play it. You go, "Do you want to go?" No, but and it definitely says something. I think that they've applied the exact same formula as GTA, and yet for a game that I. Well, don't uh, you know? I, I, I have gone record several times saying GTA Four. Just don't like it. Don't yeah. get don't get on with it at all. I appreciate it for being a good game, but I never like it. it. Yeah. And Red Dead turns around and says, "Well, okay, we'll take the same formula. Have a go in this setting. Love it. The and setting is better because what I liked about GTA Four was they tried to create that gritty New York City feel. And they did, but the yeah. problem is because a gritty New York City feel is blocks. Oh, well, it is in most cities in the states. The routes when you're going from place to place. Yeah, it's going to be boring. You didn't drive it. It's more, more interesting than LA. Playing. Let let me tell you. <laughs> <Really>? Yeah, <laughs> I, I did a bit of um, um, searching on it a little while back because I, I, a bit of me couldn't help but think I can't be the only one that feels this way about GTA. I'm 4. sure there are many. So I did a bit of. There's mm-hmm. actually, a, I think, Games Radar share, share my opinion and that it's yeah. that they didn't get on with GTA 4 as much as they did the others because GTA 4 takes the step too much in the realism domain, mm-hmm. and it's like I know that's where GTA wants to be at the moment. Um, because Saints Row is carving out the other niche of the insanity side. Insanity. Yeah. Um, and, but at the same time, it's like, I played the original GTAs for the insanity side. Yeah. yeah. And it's I like, did. they've gone away have, from that. And, yeah. and that's, while it's still, while I understand completely fantastic achievement, all the fun is gone for me. All of it. Mm. It's, it's, it's no longer entertaining. Yeah. And it's like, that's what, and, you know, I play games for fun. I found myself getting so bored with the, the side stuff in the streets that you would literally, because at a certain point, if you had enough cash, 
you can pretty much taxi to anywhere in a game. Could do, yeah. And especially, especially when you get to the point where I you can find driving though. I did, but again, I just personally I didn't like the driving mechanics. I found it was a bit of a pain in the ass because again they went for that that authentic New York realism feel. You had rows full of cars. I could zoom down any street and I could squeeze down the tiniest gap, even if it was ridiculous muscle cars, yeah. which are hilariously I hard to drive. Well, the problem I was is I found it, found it difficult to abide by the law. It was one of those driving systems where it's like, oh, yeah. I, I, can't, I don't, shouldn't really run. You know, you can run red lights and the cops don't care too Yeah, much. No, they don't no, care about speeding or red lights, which is so good, because if they did, it would be so bad. But there yeah. are certain things you can do, and it's like, and I'm really trying to avoid this scenario here. Please don't make me do this. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're actually trying to drive normally to avoid attention, and the game just goes, nope, I'm not allowing that. Cop yeah. chase. <laughs> yeah. I found that that was just... I think I used to drive on the left side of the road. Again, <laughs> you get a clear road, you go, right, I'm British, damn it. You go to the left side of the road, and then all of a sudden, head on crash. Wow. Because I, I do the opposite, because I've played a lot of Grand Theft Auto, and I'm now learning to drive. So I just drive on the wrong side of the road in real life. Sometimes I forget when I'm talking. Sort of, I've mean, played a lot of Grand Theft Auto before I learned to drive, and I think I have ever driven on the right-hand side of the road. <laughs> and and then very like, <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah. It's when you're making a turn, a left turn or a right turn, like you're thinking about how you do it in the game and you think, oh, because yeah. I'm turning right, I'll turn, you know, very sharply into the, because yeah. I'm going from the right-hand lane into the right-hand lane, so it's a sharp turn, but of course, you're actually going wide and otherwise you're cutting, end up cutting the corner. Yeah. I don't do it very often, but <laughs> I did at first. I was like, yeah. lol, because I was playing L.A. Noir at the time. <laughs> I'm sure you must have scared your lol. driving into no, Basically, anyway, anyone listening to Rich. <laughs> Anyone listening to Richard, they see a guy in a learner car driving on the road, that will probably be dead. <laughs> That'll be me. <laughs> anyway, uh, we really need to get on to some Deus Ex. Let's do Deus Ex. We do. Yeah, yeah. is that alright, guys? That's fine, I think I pretty much said all of No, it's not alright. Fuck Deus Ex. Deus Ex Human Revolution, me and Zach have been playing it. Yeah, and I finished it. Do you want to go? Talk. <laughs> okay, so is it worth noting how far Dan has got so we can avoid Yeah, okay. How far have so, Well, um, do we want to do spoilers anyway because it's quite a new game? Yeah, probably best, not, really probably best not to. And we don't need to, because there's enough to talk about anyway, I think. Well, I might want to possibly insert one or two spoilers, but that depends on how far you've got. And then okay. I'll, I'll keep them on the minor side, even so. Sure. How I'm far not, did you get? I'm up to, uh, I'm, I'm at Hengshaw, yeah. and uh, I'm about to go to Taiyong Medical, so I've done the um, uh, You've done hotel. all the first set of side missions, basically. Yeah, I've done the... Um, Sneaking out of the pod hotel thing. Yeah. And I've done, obviously, going up to the apartment where the hacker thing is. Yeah. In the court. And I've done various side missions around, but I haven't yet gone to... There's one thing I immediately want to say about that stupid mission. Which one? The, the hack, when you're, when you go talk to the hacker and then the guy's busting and then you have to go get out of it. Is that... Does that happen? Yeah, that is. Because you go back to him to get your, get your card fixed up. Have you gone back to him the same time? When he actually gives you the proper card. Yeah, but it's in a different place. Because it's in the hotel where you where he gives you the, the card thing. But his apartment is... Oh, the hacker's apartment is on is in a different district. Is this the bit I saw you playing? The hacker apartment. Because <laughs> you go up to the hacker apartment and the police are... Or not the police, the bell tower guys. They're already there. This is the bit I saw you playing. And you just knock them out and then you go into his, his little hacker room... Which the wall's been bust in, but no, it's... not that one. When you actually meet the hacker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's in the. I haven't gone back to him. I only... Oh, I only... you haven't gone back. I've gone to him the first time, and then they've bust in. 
the police oh, are there. So that is the first time. I thought that was the second time. Because you you have to go to him, and then he tells you to go and steal that guy's car, and then you go and get the car, and then you take that to him, and oh. then the police pass in. No, no, I did it differently, because obviously I got that car first. <laughs> you just, I was you like, just casually dude. broke it and stole his shit anyway. I did, yeah, yeah. So I was like, dude, <laughs> I've already got the car, and he's like, oh, cool. That's how it went down for me. That's why I got we were confused. Because I only had to get there once, because I'd already busted and got that guy's thing, even though I didn't know I needed <laughs> to. Fucking love Deus Ex. Sex. <laughs> That's so bad. dumb. When it, when, it does, when it does that and again caters for it, yeah. it's, it's not really catering for it. It's like there is there was one that I did do accidentally that I heard someone else said about it as well. One of the other, the, like the first side mission in Hangzhou where you have to rescue like the prostitute or whatever. Yeah, and if you just if you just walk around and find the place without going to the guy and asking and saying where might they be oh, going, right. and I then went to the obviously yeah, asking if you just go go there by yourself because. I get that side mission there, and it's the first time I've been to HR, so I'm just going to explore. Yeah. And then I just stumble across it anyway, and it's like, oh, this is that side mission. So you can flip. And then you, when you go in there and talk to the woman, he's like, she, she's like, how did you find me? He's like, I'm persistent. I guess I just walked around a lot. <laughs> I just found these guys in this alley. They look like bad guys, so I beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and so, I, I rescued you. <laughs> so what do you actually think of it then? Like, uh, uh, okay. Because, you know, is it, is it as small a step from the original as it sounds? Well... Okay, I really like it. I, it feels like Deus Ex, which in itself is an amazing achievement, I think. Because, I mean, how do you capture <laughs> It's not an amazing achievement. It is. They made exactly the same fucking game. Well, <laughs> they didn't actually do any work. But that is, that is absolute total bollocks, because it's completely... It's not. <laughs> it's not the same at all. It is. No, exactly. Not, not at all. <laughs> It's not the same. I'm not entirely totally sure. I'm thinking they might be disagreeing. It's like, <laughs> it's the, same. It's exact, the only thing they, they added a cover mechanic, which is actually awesome. Because yeah, the cover mechanic. Obviously, first person shooting is retarded if you're just going to stand and shoot yeah, at each other. Yeah, the cover stuff's great. But, and then they've added like these weird stupid cinematic takedowns, which are dumb in their own way. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I like those. I quite like the, um, the non lethal takedowns. Well, I'm not saying that, they're, that they don't look. They look cool. Okay, unless you're kicking through the scenery or whatever. I I have problems with the hard cut and the fact that they happen in a different place to where you do it sometimes. Yeah. I haven't noticed that different place thing happen. But the main problem... It happens mainly if if you're doing two at once, I think. Yeah, Yeah, because it has to make space. Yeah, so that's slightly different. So I've only just got that upgrade. But of course the main problem with them is it just pauses the fucking game world, which is just dumb. Oh, what, she can do it and no one will turn around. Like, I literally, I was, te- I ran, I ran up to two guys because I thought I was going to do the double takedown. But when I pushed the button, I only did one. So I'm doing the animation takedown this one guy and his, his friend is standing there frozen with his gun pointing at me while this animation is taking place. He's just standing there in the background. And then it oh. ends and he immediately kills you. No. In, in fairness, Deus Ex is more than that. <laughs> no, it's a Not very much. In fairness, Deus Ex isn't the only game we ever do that. Though. Yeah, well, no, I mean, but I mean, it's like, still dumb. Assassin's Creed has that same problem where you're in the, you're, you could be mid-countering someone and some of the counter animations are quite slow. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll stare at someone you'll go, blah! And it's like, oh, my sword's stuck. I'm going Get it out a little bit, and while you're doing that, no one decides to attack you. They just stand there going. That's that standard Hollywood thing, isn't it? Where all the bad guys will take you on one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is there, there's like a gentlemanly, gentlemanly fighting agreement. But uh, is, are they? St- are they? Is it? Is the game literally paused, or do they just not attack you? No, it's not paused. They just don't. Yeah, because in Deus Ex, it literally paused. No, like no, no, no. if a grenade has been thrown under you and you're doing an animation, it won't go off. Well, yeah, <laughs> it just let you finish. I haven't really As- noticed it. I mean, it's quite subtle. Unless As- there's someone right. Yeah, unless there is gun in your face. There. 
I mean, Assassin's Creed goes to the point where you can see it, like, not happening. You know, even if they have launched an attack, if you're mid-counter, it can't hit you. Oh, right. Which looks weirder. Yeah, I guess so. Places. So you get, you get like a blade go through you, or, or, or a grab. Often it's the grabs that mm. they'll, they'll reach for you and you'll be mid-counter and they'll just go, touch your face. <laughs> I had an interesting glitch on that where I was countering someone to kill, but they got shoved by another one of them. And it pushed him up so the sword didn't go oh. through properly, and the guy was still alive at the end of the animation, despite the load of blood went everywhere. Yeah. I didn't fucking mention this. I, I have to bring it up because it's amazing. Friendly fire totally exists in Assassin's Creed, and when it happens, it's amazing. I managed to push someone in in the line of an archer's arrow, and it killed them. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. That's fucking awesome. That's yeah. cool. Oh, no, I thought I had that happen, actually. It was like at the end bit when there's quite a few archers about, and it was mm. just like I just pushed a guy in the middle of it into, into, into no, I'm spending into a lot of time. And the archer was like, "Do we kill us?" Awesome. I did have a, a glitch sort of like that in those legs where I started doing a takedown, but I'm not sure what happened. But the the, the guy's model somehow got off centered, so it's like I was grabbing midair, and his head was like two feet to the left, and <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his animation separately to my one. It's like, oh man, <laughs> that's fucked. That's awesome. So I think. I'm not sure about it. I like But anyway, I like as you were saying, they I made like... the same fucking game. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's it certainly didn't have those in the first game. No, it's they quite, didn't. It's much but... more modern and up-to-date. In that but no melee weapons is dumb, and the Why? augmentation is system is dumb. Why do you need the melee weapons when you've got the takedown? Because the takedowns are dumb. No, <laughs> I would have preferred just to hit people sometimes. No, it's way cooler to have that awesome animation of the takedown. Or I would have preferred a shorter animation, maybe. Surely it's going to get old after a certain It's not that long. Uh, and they're different. Like, there's not, it's not like one animation each time. And it is funny when he taps something on the shoulder and goes, he goes, bang! And they just knock completely Actually, yeah, but I don't think I'd ever get tired of that. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, almost, that's almost like British comedy. Cool. Scene, isn't it? And I, I think you'd find it more annoying if it didn't pause the game. I know it's well, a bit yeah. weird, but it, I consider it to be a bit like in burnout when you do a takedown, take down. but then just after it you're invulnerable for like half a second. It's basically the same kind of thing. Well, except the, the reason for that is in burnout is because it's reorientating the camera and you'll yeah. likely run into something. Your situation <laughs> awareness is fucked. Whereas in yeah. DSX you've just had this giant panic screen where you see everything around you. That's why I kind of think yeah, it might have been better without the takedown animations, except perhaps for the double takedown. That probably makes sense in the doubles. Yeah. But for the single... What exactly is wrong with just a backstab or something like that? Or a first-person animation. They didn't have to kick you to third-person every time. Because I think the game is overly keen on switching to third-person. Yeah. I really like the cover of switching to third-person. Well, that's the only way it could have worked. You can't have first-person cover. That would have been dumb. I haven't been disoriented at all by going in and out of cover. I find it just like in... uh, in Rainbow Six, it's not even. It doesn't even have much of a pause in between. I, it's like instant when you well, release yeah. the button. I prefer having it on hold. No, I had that bit on complete. Rather than the toggle, because I I find it much better. Like how I have to have crouch on on toggle in, in third person games. Well, that's that's on toggle by default, isn't yeah, it? In but I have to have the cover on toggle as well. But yeah, no. My problem with the takedowns isn't the animation or anything like that, or the pause in the game. My problem initially was that. It takes a, an energy. Well, yeah, that is the other problem. <laughs> that is the, that is more important. Come on, that is weird. Well, it depends what else you're using the energy for. I didn't yeah. use any energy virtually the entire game. Yeah, the only thing I was using it for. Sorry, I missed that. To do okay, work, so but... the whole energy system, I think, is retarded. Is retarded. <laughs> okay, so you have a number of batteries which you can upgrade the number of mm. using, and you can also upgrade the speed at which a battery recharges. Okay, but when you use a whole battery, 
apart from your first first battery, as in the last one, it never recharges unless you eat some Mars bars. (laughs) (laughs) So so basically, say say you have and and also doing a doing a takedown takes a whole battery. Right. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Which took me a while to work out at first because mm. at first, with that, when you're not augmented, it takes ages to recharge even the sync first battery. Mm. So you can't just take down one person and then take down another one because you're pre- you're tapping Q and it's going. You can't do that. And you're like, oh fuck! My but, times. But, but to that's, because batteries meant, again. that's because the takedowns aren't meant to be a fast thing. I know. Which is. One of the other problems. But you could do it. If you ate a Mars bar, you could do, you well, could yeah. do them quickly. Wait, wait, wait. One after the other. That makes sense because the takedowns are not really augmentation. Why do they phase? use energy? Yeah. Because it uses your awesome arms. But I don't agree some with of them, that. Some of them are, are a bit pirate. like punch you out of like one pirate arms. Because <laughs> Or like break your fucking arm with my. <laughs> but, but surely you could, like, some of these augmentations, like. You know, just well, shouldn't really be like a special. If we're talking about that issue, you might as well go on Hang to on. mention that why, like, why can't he sprint for more than two and a half seconds as when cost- he's got fucking robo legs? <laughs> yeah, that's that is ridiculous. Let's concentrate on the on the battery situation. So, so what? Let's just talk about the implications of this. Like, it means that it normally, say you have the cloaking device, mm. you. If you eat a Mars bar, <laughs> you've got two energy cells. You activate cloaking. You walk, you you walk straight up to a guy who's looking right at you. He can't see you, mm. and then you press Q. It takes him down, right? But if you only had one battery and you hadn't eaten that Mars bar, then you activate cloaking. You go up to him. You press takedown. Oh no, you haven't got a battery. You can't take him down, and then and then um, and then only that first one regenerates by itself. Yeah, so you can. Or it's the problem with it is that you can only if you're not eating these Mars bar things, you only ever get one back. Yeah. So and one limit because the takedown uses the whole one. You can't do anything else leading up to it. Leading up to it. And so, and that, and no matter, no matter how much you upgrade yourself, you can't ever get it to regenerate more than the first battery, which would be an obvious augmentation. Yeah. The only ones you can get are faster recharge, which is really helpful if you just faster recharge with that one. Yeah. So you just use that one over and over again, which is quite, which is extremely helpful. And the other one is just adding more batteries, so that Mm. if you eat more Mars bars, you you then have a stock. Well, they're called Cyber Boost Energy Bars, but they're quite rare, annoyingly. Well, here's the other thing that I found annoying about the uh, energy bars. It's the classic infantry size issue, where uh, if you you find these singular bars, you get, like, one bar which fills one energy cell, and you can stack five of those. Mm. If you find the box of energy bars that refreshes two cells... You can, they take up two slots in your infantry, yeah. and you can only stack three of them, so that you only, you only get six energy bars wait, wait, wait. in the space that you could be carrying ten. So a whole box of energy bars. Yeah. Only contains two energy bars. And it's much less, in a, much more inefficient space-wise in your infantry per energy cell. Man, I have to give credit to the marketing guys who came up with that <laughs> in the future. It's like, have a box of Mars bars! Yeah, but it's now worse. two Mars bars! <laughs> it's worse when you get to the energy tubs, which are two by two in your infantry, and they would only refill three cells. And the thing is, like, <laughs> like from, a, from a, like, a world standpoint, or a law standpoint, or whatever, the bioelectric cells in the first game made a lot more sense yeah. than fucking it. Mars bars. <laughs> well, it's, it is explained in, like, yeah. you know, the codex or whatever, where it's yeah. like, it, you know, it uses your literal digestion as a biomechanical system to recharge the cell. It's like, okay, that sort of makes sense. 
rather than just having a battery that you somehow jam into your face. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. But because in the first game, I just I only ever used the like robo, the, yeah. the, me- the mechanic bots yeah. to, to re- replenish my bioelectric. I uh, that's the thing in the first game, like you were complaining about the augments, and I, I also okay. Hang on, let's do the inventory first. Okay. Okay. Okay, so in the first game, you didn't have to stack ammo for your guns. They just, if you had a pistol, you could pick up as much um, pistol ammo as you like. There was a limit, though, wasn't there? There was a limit, but yeah. but it didn't take up any more space. No, it didn't take up infantry, Where, whereas infantry squares. In this game, like, you, you could fill your infantry, your infantry with pistol ammo. Couldn't you? Because yeah. you can have more than one. So pistol ammo takes up two slots, but that only goes up to fifty bullets. All the ammo so, takes up two slots. Yeah. yeah, but then you could have another two slots filled up with another fifty bullets. Mm. So that way you could have tons of bullets if well, you wanted. Well, that's actually good. Sort of. No, that's that's okay. I, I just wish it didn't take up so much space. If you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, you can now upgrade your storage space. Well, which, you pretty much have to. <laughs> which I haven't done yet, but uh, now you can add, unlock more slots. But if I you want to carry a rocket launcher, you have to. <laughs> but it makes it really fiddly because it's like. Oh, there's shotgun shells here. Oh, no, there's no point picking those up because I haven't got a shotgun. Well, yeah. But you then, basically have to decide what weapons you're using and then yeah. never pick up ammo for the other ones. Yeah, but you have to be quite careful not to pick up. Or like It's like, well, oh, loot! Oh, no, I better not Yeah, but that's that the whole problem with the loot in this gun. game is that there is no loot that you care about. It's like, you, once you've got whatever guns you're using and basically full ammo for all of them before the start of a mission. You never need to go and look, because all you're going to get is the occasional weapon upgrade, but then it's just like, the weapon upgrades are always pointless, because they don't actually do very much, apart from the special upgrades that are specific to each gun. Like the aim enhancer for the tranquilizer gun is kind of handy and stuff. The special ones. But you still have to drop shit so that you can pick up the freaking weapon. Yeah, they they should have made it so that you could use them from the ground. (laughs) I know, that's the same as happened in the first game. But in the first game, they were only one square. That's true, now they're like four squares, so you have to drop your combat rifle if you want to pick up a... And then you might want to use that on your combat rifle. Yeah. Fuck! That is the problem. Rage comic. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Uh, But you do have to upgrade that inventory if you want to carry anything. Yeah, it's true. It's such a tiny... And the rocket launcher is gigantic! <laughs> in the first game, the rocket launcher was the first thing I got off and my brother, huge. and I kept it for the whole game, and I could yeah. still... But this, it's like, no way can I carry this bloody thing. And you, I don't know, presumably you need it for the... Well, I, well basically, really. basically the dumb thing is, like, you, if you take the rocket launcher, it's, as I discovered, taking the rocket launcher is actually really a dumb idea. Yeah. Because... Well, I did use it on the first boss, but yeah. that's because the bosses are done, which is another which problem. Which is another problem. <laughs> okay, itself. so I, I can unreservedly say I think everyone is who loves Deus Ex and has played this game hates the bosses. Yeah. And that's well, absolutely they were, right. They were always shit in the first one. They were one, shit in the first and one. And they're still shit. But the thing is, in the first one... But they're one, shit in a different way. <laughs> someone made a good point. <laughs> a different kind of shit. Someone yeah, made a good point. Now it's ghost poo. Like, in, <laughs> in the first game, the boss fights were terrible because they were just a guy sort of running around shooting, shooting, which is surprisingly quite similar to what they are yeah. now. But in the first game, the bosses were characters that actually meant something. Like, Anna Navarra was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and you had three opportunities to kill her before you had to fight her. Yeah. Which you could have just done, you know, which was amazing. It gave you options yeah. to avoid that boss fight, which you don't get. Which you don't get. It's like, you walk into a room and it's like, oh, look, there's a guy here. Well, fuck. <laughs> and, like, the guy that you fight, the boss... Who is that guy? <laughs> like, he's just some dude. Well, he's the guy who fucked you up right at the start. No, it isn't. That's yeah, the guy who gets in the lift, isn't it? The guy you fight is just some... No, because he, he throws you for a wall because he's all augmented. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe. 
Oh, I'm confused. But so that video much. sequence is a video sequence, so it looks completely different to the game, which yeah, doesn't help. Yeah, that's another thing. Pre-rendered Batman style in-game engine, but but um, Not but, it's, but recorded. <laughs> but you know, it's Square. That's where Square came in, yeah. in this equation. I wish they would do that, because they don't need to, because there are some sequences that are in-engine that are quite cinematic, and they look great. Yeah, yeah. In, in Batman, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It made it made some sense in like the opening scene where he was like traveling in. The yeah, that was fine. Stuff. But you know, when you're in the literal modeled uh, area of the game, yeah, and you just transition to a cutscene which is made using the game. The game. And you're like, what, why didn't we just see it using the game? Because some, uh, I mean, are they some fighting a load time or something? I, I mean, that that, I that does that does happen sometimes. Not in the sequence to. Um, I mean, Bulletstorm, I think, does that in a couple of places where they use... Oh, no, it doesn't, because Bulletstorm has loading pauses anyway. Um, there's a... there's a, there are, I think there are games where you're right, where it uses a video sequence to mask um, a transition um, because there's a loading pause happening underneath. Um, however, uh, a good example of how not to do it is Psycho Gods. Going back to this, yeah. like, watching Gnome play, where when you enter a level, for some reason it switches to a video sequence of you entering someone's head. Now, this has the same... Thing that you're talking about here, that video sequence is done entirely in the game engine, but the video quality, especially on first gen con- first gen, <laughs> well, I say first gen Xbox, is god awful <laughs> compared to how the game actually <laughs> looks. Yeah. And you're just like, why? <coughs> just, just it would have taken up more disk space putting the video there than it would have done to program the fucking sequence. As Which you've done! <laughs> and with Deus Ex, it's like, look at my awesome computer. Look how amazing this game looks in engine. Oh, wait, now you transition to a cutscene which has really badly compressed. And it's weirdly, like, glowy and, and weirdly lit differently from the game for no oh, wait, reason. Wait, so it's not even got Square's level of polish. Well, it's fine. Well, polish, it's yeah, fine. Right. It's just, it just looks, it just seems unnecessary to me, but I don't know, whatever. So anyway, back to the rocket <laughs> So the rocket launcher. Well, it's like, so, as I discovered, you pick up the rocket launcher and you're like, yeah, fuck, I mean, obviously, rocket launcher, robots and shit, yeah. you need to destroy them. But the trouble is that the robots die if you hit them with one EMP grenade. So, they die? Yeah, they just explode! The Every first... robot, even the huge ones, you just really? put the EMP grenade next to them and they're like, self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, fuck, rocket launcher made... totally pointless. Isn't the first one, just disable them for yeah. a while. Which made sense, because it's an EMP, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So EMP grenades well, are instant on, death yeah. for robots. Yeah. Right? So oh, you know, yeah, yeah, but you, I thought EMP in real life actually did sort of like like. Well, I mean, like admittedly, chips. Admittedly, yeah. since this is a yeah. prequel, the robots are obviously less EMP shielded in this one. That, maybe, yeah, that's true. Still, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, cool, it's like like in, in the yeah. space of the rocket launcher that's like four by twelve or something, you can <laughs> yeah. store about five hundred EMP grenades and just fucking them <laughs> yeah. and have the same effect. It's good to yeah. know. So okay. yeah, don't Top pick t- up the rocket launcher. <laughs> Top tip, listeners. So- <laughs> and also, later on in the game, this isn't really a spoiler, you yeah. get a laser rifle. Yeah, yeah. And the laser yeah. rifle disables any mechanical thing with just like a half a second of a shot. It's a continuous beam, so you just go across a camera and it blows up. Oh, that <laughs> so, sounds useful. And that's smaller than the rocket launcher. Because <laughs> you can't disable cameras now, because you haven't got multi You can. Unless you get to... How, how do you disable If you them? use the stun gun, you can just temporarily disable them. Oh, really? I tried Yeah, that electric that. gun disables the electronics. Ah. You can disable like one laser beam in a laser grid by shooting at the port that it comes ah. out of. It's I, super awesome. I thought I'd try that. I'll try that again, because that sounds good, because I... When I was escaping from the uh, 
uh, the hotel bit, the pod hotel, there was a bit with a camera and a guy who was, and I could take him out, but then the camera would immediately yeah. spot the body. And he never walked out of the zone yeah. of the camera, and the camera didn't even turn. And I was like, how, how am I supposed to get this Quite guy? <laughs> well, I couldn't find it, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, so the orientations. Okay. Yeah. So I get what you're saying about, um, I agree with you about the fact that you don't have to choose. Yeah. Is a bit... Well, you do have to choose and you don't have to choose. Because you have to choose what to spend your points on. But the thing is, you get like a menu. Like, it, it tells you everything, everything that you, you could ever get. Have. And then you can oh, just... Well, so there's no surprises. No. no. You, but, but well, surprise in the, how it works. You yeah. Might not, you <laughs> you might, might not be as described. but mm. Or you might not know the situations where you might want to use these. But it... In a way, it's kind of cool because you're like, "Oh, what shall I work towards?" And you, I kind of there's no working over. towards it though. There most, is, though. most of the interesting ones, like the full system and the explosives, you just pay two and you have it. Yeah, but what there's no most of those don't have a following uh, tree to make it more interesting. Quite a few of them have upgrade trees. Yeah, though. but not the interesting, not the ones that are interesting to start with, like the falling system or the typhoon system. That well, that gets a range upgrade. But tell me about the um, I haven't bought the falling system, the Icarus landing yeah. system. But if you upgrade all the way down the, the the legs tree, you get like fall silently from any height. Yeah. Do you can you does that do the same effect? <laughs> no. That that, have... that 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 when it says fall silently, that means you don't make a noise on impact. That doesn't mean you don't die on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you need both to not die and have a silent landing. Well, except the Icarus makes a fuck ton of noise as well. So if you've triggered the Icarus, you're still going to make a load of noise when you. Oh, land. really? So you said the landing system is called Icarus. Really? Does that imply that it works <laughs> running, not near any source of heat? Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it's like a moth and just gets attracted to the flames. <laughs> <laughs> you fall down and then suddenly go whoop. What's that? Central heating. Woof. Don't fly near. So, <laughs> is that cool then, the Icarus Landing System? Not really. It does, it's like, um, it saves you time in like Hengshire if you don't want to climb a lot of stairs, you can just jump off the top of a building and get back to street yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, I agree that not having to choose, being forced to choose, isn't as cool uh, yeah. in a way. But I think in general the augmentation systems are much better because there are a lot of augments in the first game that I never ever use. Yeah, but the ones in this game, there's not enough of them. There's, there's no choice. Them. It's like you, if you, there's like, you can't not have the Icarus landing system and have something else in your back slot because there's no choice. And there's no, there's no like. Yeah, other... but you could choose to upgrade something else instead. Yeah, but you get so many points. But I, I haven't <laughs> got that. Tall, I haven't uh, got that many points. I think what Zach's saying is towards. It's one of those games that you, you don't make a hard decision like you did in the original, where it's like you have when, yeah. you, when you pick an augmentation, that's it. Yeah. You've got that. You've not committed to your character or anything. Yeah. Uh, you, you can, because it's... Because you get enough points the, in the end to just yeah. get everything. Because there's one tree and you go, you can visit every part of that tree, provided you can find the points. Which but it's too kind much. of like, you know, if you make a mistake. I suppose it's forgiving, but I, I, I kind of... Yeah, I see what's you know, kind of miss the, it ruins the replay, I think, slightly. So maybe they could have fixed the whole thing just by making points twice as rare. Well, yeah, but then you, then you'd have another problem where you'd feel like you're limited and you wouldn't, you'd, like, but then again, that, that's sort of tempered by the fact that you can just save and then try out the new thing and then be yeah. like, could I use this for, and yeah. you just reload and get your points back. Well, maybe points should have just been rarer there, because I, I find them quite rare so far. Because I haven't got, but but if you really get enough to buy everything by the end, then well, it depends what you, how you're playing. I guess it's like I didn't put any points in cloak the entire game because I've just bought it. all the cloak for interest. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah. cloak is quite expensive in terms of points because that's actually quite a long trip. That's four points, yeah, or whatever. Because there's the first which costs two and then plus two upgrades. Yeah, so I I never used 
I guess I just I never used cloaks. So I didn't spend any points on that, but then I didn't use any of the I didn't use any, have any of the skin upgrades for ages until I just had tons of points. And I was like, well, I might as well be more damage resistant then for the occasional times when I actually get in a fight oh, <laughs> of right. bosses. Yeah. So I just had tons of points sitting around. And I was like, well, I don't want any of this. Shit. I don't even want the Icarus landing system. It's dumb. It's useless. And one, there's one, there's like one place in the game where it's specifically set up for you to use it, and it's totally useless to use it there. I, I want to quickly come back to the, I think is the key point about this game. Yeah, the game is good. I think we're all agreed on that. It's good, but, but it's not as good as people say it is. No, it has its flaws. PC uh, gamers uh, is, are wearing rose-tinted glasses on top of rose-tinted all yeah, but PC gamer, <laughs> PC gamer UK are not what they once were. No, I'm sorry. It, it and yet they never... still gave it a 94. Yeah, but they're not... Yeah, but they're not even the same guys that they I know. still gave it ridiculous score. But they, if, you know, if Kieran Gillen or whoever it was that, I think he reviewed the first one, if he was reviewing this, I wouldn't have thought he would have given it. No, the, the, so their review is bullshit. I think that's widely known. I haven't read it's, it. I mean, it might be entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the first Deus Ex review is kind of a classic piece of gaming literature. Isn't it? Yeah. It's no uh, Texas oh. Angry Husband. No, that's, that's absolutely classic. That's literally a rough <laughs> No, but the point I was... Uh, okay, I thought my phone was in there. Um, uh, there's the point I was uh, going to make is that my brain can't remember the point. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> it is getting hot in her. Yeah, I'm fine. Let's see, shorts. Yeah, shorts. Shorts of the way. And the sun has gone in, so we might be okay yeah. um, for a little while in this oven. So, words, words. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stalling to try and find the words. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's, like the, it's Deus Ex related. Wait, wait. Okay, carry on. I'll come back. <laughs> so, so anyway. uh, the official. Oops. I hope that didn't sound too weird. <laughs> so uh, the official style. I, 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 the black and gold isn't as impressive oh, I've got as it. you think. Is I've, it? I've got it. I've got, got it. it. I've got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <not a> right. <laughs> Do you think that we've been misled by the marketing somewhat? Because the marketing for me was all very much like you can enter this scenario in a number of different ways. Yet from what I've seen and from what Zach has told me and to a degree from what you've said today, there is one way to do, to attack to approach a situation. You have to stealth it. You don't have to. You can't really run and gun it. It's, you just don't get enough help. No, to you die. don't. No, but you can. And the enemies are in, in are dumb, but they're also dumb in such a way as to make it really hard. Like as soon as you use trigger alarm, all of them just start charging to where the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah. Regardless um, of whether they can actually see you at the time. And from what I've seen, they have ludicrous accuracy. Well, but it, it's that's not... more a matter of you not having very much health. You don't have to either. Yeah, just, it's not really a choice run and gun or stealth because you're not seeing No, it's the just shades. stealth. That's my point. <laughs> no, you're not seeing the shades in the stealth. Like, there's a million different ways that you... Not a million, but there are, <laughs> there are a lot of different paths in which you could stealth. There are all different ways you could approach the stealth thing. Like, you yeah, could yeah, do yeah, it but... in such a way that you knock out every guard. You could do it in such a way that you buy, you ignore every guard. You could take a path underground. You could yeah, take a yeah, path yeah, overground. But, but this is precisely the hacking. point could... in that it's mismarketed really badly in the sense that I was going into this thinking, oh, actually, no, maybe this is a game a bit more like the first one in the sense that you could approach most scenarios in a manner of your choosing. Yeah. The run and gun is a choice, Certainly and they choice. have advertised it as a choice. Well, no, it's not a choice, because you die the immediate you try it. I don't know. I've, I've, met, I've done my way through whole areas the AI of combat is, rifle. The AI is, like, designed to patrol and discover bodies. It's not designed to get into a combat situation. They just, like, queue up and, like... And you can just murder them all in a row. Yeah. And, like, I'm I'm not convinced by it. I mean, your health is only such that it's like like playing Gears of War and Hardcore or whatever. 
It's like you die quite quickly, but you can run and gun because you have a cover system. You can run and gun through a whole area quite easily. But the health gen gen's not nearly as generous as it is in those games. No, it's pretty slow as well. The you do have to kind of run and hide. Yeah, you can just start drinking beers. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but beers. If you you could augment yourself so you had the aim stability and the and the. Uh, um, yeah, but the aim stability is dumb as well because most of the guns you're using get a laser sight, and that just negates the entire aim stability organization. Yeah, but if you could run around with it, because you run quite fast, so with a combat rifle, you could actually run around and couldn't you? And yeah, but that gets a laser sight as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't help but feel like that's it's another not augmentation what... that's entirely pointless. I can't help but feel it's not what it sort of made itself out to be. Well, you haven't tried. Well, I think it, it should. Have... <laughs> no, I've, I've, seen, I've seen Zach play it, and, and from what I've seen, as soon as any kind of alerted situation hits, you're like <laughs> dead, and it's like, well, that's not combat. <laughs> well, you die quite fast, but you can you can run around, especially with the sprint function. It's like playing Call of Duty against so someone you can't see. You know, you that upgrade kind of... that as well. Yeah, I don't know. Upgrade it's like upgrading the sprint is like so many goddamn points, and it's like that is. That should be like one upgrade. <laughs> yeah, but if you're not doing the stealth upgrades, then you can just use it all on stealth. Yeah, but I don't want to use it on shitty sprint. Well, don't play combat. Then. Well, I wasn't. I was playing stealth. I know. So I had nothing to upgrade. <laughs> you have no frame of reference about because playing you can't. Because you exactly totally can't. Combat no, 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 no. You can't, though, because Zach's point is that the augmentations for combat are shit. They're not, They're, they're, they're like, you're you're like a sprint that's two seconds long is shit in any game. Yeah, but that comes by default. But then you make <laughs> the it upgrades four on. seconds long, and that's still Shit. <laughs> yeah, but, like... yeah, but it doesn't work like a normal game. Like when you run out of sprint, you can immediately use it again because it, it as it well, goes Well, not up, immediately because it recharges. Yeah, but it recharges kind of. It starts recharging instantly, and you can keep using it even if it hasn't filled up to the top. <laughs> you so you can go <laughs> like this. So it's kind of cool. You can quite run an almost an infinitely long way. But of course, I never had to run. Than so. but, that's, but that's completely <laughs> detached from what sprinting really is. Sprints are like you can sprint for at least ten. Most people could sprint for at least ten seconds. And, 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 and this guy, this, those guys don't have robo names. Yeah, a normal person <laughs> could true. sprint for ten seconds. Well, I wouldn't say easily. It's quite you know, sprinting yeah. is kind of a. Kind of of can they sprint, but can they sprint silently? But can they sprint? <laughs> can they sprint carrying a rocket launcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like somewhere on their first. I feel everybody's missing out. Having not seen Dan's impressional sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> it's my silent sprinter. It's my character. He's the silent sprinter. That's what I call him now. So yeah. And as usual, the infantry is totally like, where the fuck is it? When he's actually oh, yeah, wearing yeah, the yeah. trench coat, it's like maybe he's got an obsession there. But when he's taken the trench coat off, it's like, where are all these guns coming yeah. from? <laughs> the character design, I like. Okay, so he is kind of a, a stupid... Generic guy. He's, he's a caricature of a Deus Ex protagonist. Yeah. But he's still cool. I like the way he looks. I like the way he talks. I like his shades. extremely gruff voice. I, I like his voice. <laughs> it's it had, good. It had the classic problem for me that in the, cl- the classic conversation system problem of like, you pick an option and you think it's going to be one thing and he says it totally different. Where it's like, suddenly he's really angry and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not what I meant, meant for him to say. Yeah. That looked like a sort of like reconciliation option and yet he's suddenly like, oh, it was your fault, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be, it's got a kind of mass effecty wheelie situation going on with like, charm, well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Persuade or whatever. And that fucking augmentation that just lets you 
hack the speech code. Hack people, That's just yeah. dumb. It's funny, though. It's, it's not as good Most as... Most of the time, I didn't even use it. I just, yeah. like, looked at the persuasion meter, and it was like, I can just win this by choosing the right option. By persuading. Rather than just yeah. going, ding, you're going to agree with me now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Although there is one guy in the game who's, like, you use that arm, he's like, that will work on me. <laughs> I know what you're doing, fucker. And it's like, yeah. you think in a world where everyone has these organisations, that everyone would have the thing that prevents them from getting that done to them. I don't know. It's like your fucking expensive. boss... <laughs> The fucking boss of your entire corporation, you go up and talk to him, and you can use that on him. <laughs> yeah. He literally gave you that augmentation to let you, just, let you fuck with it. Yeah, that's true. So this guy, and he's quite a funny guy to like persuade. He, I quite like David Tariff. He's quite a cool character. And uh, but like otherwise, the general <laughs> characters. The, the acting is really quite bad in, in a lot yeah, of places. And the animation for it. The animation it is... Well, the thing is that, like, I, I'm... That's another F- thing where it's, this is just ASX1 again. They literally had... It's almost exactly the same shitty animations and then after going... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that Ellen Noir looks well, so man. good. Ellen yeah. Noir looks so good that, like, even if they did really well, it wouldn't be... Because I'm just... Once I discovered that I could press spacebar to, like, skip or uh, skip dialogue, yeah. then and I have the subtitles on, which I think are on by the fuck. Yeah. Uh, then in, just read it I, I just read it. it. I just read it, and I ignore their faces now because it's just not worth it. They Whereas, don't have faces yeah. to read. If it was something high, but you know, style, yeah. it would be amazing, of course. But you can't do everything, especially at this stage of technology. Like it's, you know, it's going to be a couple of years before that tech is in every game or whatever. Yeah. And they had to concentrate on what they were doing. And but yeah, stylistically, I like. I like that pistol. It looks cool when he when he pulls it out with the with the silencer on it. I think it looks a bit fat. Once you've got all the attachments on it, like silencer and laser scope. It's cool. <laughs> it's a cool gun, and it's satisfying to use. It's I'm like, like the first pistol you get, and there are. It's like there's no choice. It's like it's the only pistol. It's way cooler than the stealth pistol from the first game. That was like a weird. It was like, kind of funny. It was like the weird <laughs> love thing. Yeah, I, I prefer the awesome new pistols. Though. It's just a pistol. I know, but it's cool. It's like gold. The revolver the is cooler. Apart from I never used that. Yeah. Because by the time you, you get to pick up a revolver, well, yeah, that's the other. But by the like, time you, boom, by the time boom. you get to pick up a revolver, you've already committed to the pistol, and you can't use the inventory space because you're running out of inventory space. Oh, it even had a classic when you go to the hacker. It even had a classic. Deus Ex 1. Take my that's pistol. That's the worst thing. That's <laughs> no. the worst thing. I, li- I went up there and he's like, you got to help me, man. Give me a gun. It's like, yeah, the choices are pistol or assault rifle. I upgraded both of those. I'm like, well, I, no. I guess you don't get anything then. <laughs> well, that's what I did to Gunter Hellman in the first game. Well, so I did the first yeah. mission, but it's like, nope, you're not having my pistol. I mean, off. but that was like, this is another thing where they've just made the exact same fucking game. <laughs> yeah, but that They're was literally hitting... Yeah, but everything in this game is a fucking reference. No, There's a not. fucking basketball hoop where yeah, you really is. badly yeah. physically for a fucking basketball <laughs> That's a reference. I no, like, everything is a reference. They made the same game. No, they haven't. You, no, you go to the Asian them. city and you meet a guy whose second name is Tong. <laughs> yeah, but the Asian city is way cooler than the Hong Kong. I'm not sure I've ever heard Zach get that hated on the podcast. <laughs> no, the, no, no. The Asian city looks way cool. I thought it would be dumb having the double layer city. You don't notice actually, it most of the time. And it looks cool when you look at it. Wow, this guy is brown. It's cool. I like Asia. I think the <laughs> Detroit. I didn't like as much, but uh, but hub world wise, the Hengsha is really cool. I like the way it looks. all of the two hub worlds that you get. Are they the only two? Yeah. Well, Hengsha is cool. It's got loads of areas. What it was. You go back to Detroit. Yeah. Oh, good. Because I haven't done much there. And what a surprise! It gets more fucked up. Oh, cool. Nobody guessed. Okay. With, with all these riots going on. No change from normal day then. No, yeah. it's basically um, Detroit now. Is exactly right. 
Obviously. Yeah. But they, it's like, you go to Asian, you meet the guy called Tong. I know, but his first name's Tong. <laughs> no, his Tom, first name Tom. isn't Tong, because he's Asian, so it's backwards. Tong Tong. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. His last name becomes his first name because he's English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he related to Tracy Tong? Spoilers, yes. Oh. Like, you're doing this, you go on, like, a vision for him, and then you see, you see his son appears, and he jumps on a boat, and the boat's name is The Tracer. Oh, <laughs> it's like, for fuck's sake! That is retarded. <laughs> I mean, I even get freaked out because I hear the en- Deus Ex music. enemy alerted Deus Ex music on radios. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god, am I being chased? <laughs> nope, wait, that's the first game. The guy who's in the street whistling the Deus Ex tune. Love and Trench going over the fights and the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and level of abilities. Another slight spoiler, I was incredibly surprised that you didn't end up breaking out of a secret facility under your headquarters. Yeah, yeah. I guess you do technically go into that lab area, but that's right at the start that's of the game. The start, yeah. <laughs> that first bit is, is quite Mass Effect 2-ish, that yeah. first breakout scene. Because of the, because of the aesthetic, like yeah. the weird like white and red yeah. lab aesthetic. It looks like the, um, what's the Cerberus? Yeah, the oh, the initial Cerberus. Yeah. But you... Yeah, it does. And also, I, it did not live a good first impression, that game. It, it, it freaked me out when it started, because it starts on rails, and then you... and then doesn't Oh, right, oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. And I'm like, well, you're what are you doing? This is a Deus Ex game, what are you doing? And then <laughs> and then, um, and then, the first shooting bit, or whatever, you can't highlight things, because you're not augmented. Yeah, you're not you can't look at things, and they don't say chair, or whatever, like they did in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, of course, that comes in later. And, of course, you it, you can't quite look at things like chair. It doesn't no longer says chair. chair. <laughs> Although, I don't see why it doesn't, though. I know. Another, it's like, everything should be throwable. <laughs> Like there's less. Or you get is great. There's less sort of random shit. Things in the world interactivity. It's still there. But you can't just random go light switch, click or whatever, or or draw individual drawers, or you get like one drawer in the desk. Yeah, you can search that you can stuff. open. Yeah, it's not quite the same as it was because that was. What that's made... another thing where it's like the, where I think this is lacking. Where I think they've taken things out too much, like that's the true. organization system being simplified. I stuff like in it. the world is simplified. That's true. They should have. Yeah, they could be. They could do more with that. I'll tell you another another thing that I wanted to say that was another pro- annoyance that I found with the augmentations. Like quite early in the game, you're, you've got the break into that gang territory. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I, they don't. It's like you can't be seen. I just shot everyone than that one. Well, I don't know why. I just decided to go lethal for that one. I was like, <laughs> like, Fuck I, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I, I'm trying out my pistol, damn it. I guess. But it was like, the the secondary objective was like, don't be seen while you're in their territory. Oh, ghost Which is not really don't be seen. It's like, don't have anyone see you long enough for it to go hostile. Yeah. <laughs> you can alert them. You can make them walk into one big club and then kill them all. Cool. <laughs> but it's so it was like, don't be seen. And I was like, I couldn't see an obvious way in because it's like the front... Front has these two gut they had like four guys to get to the front door. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be a sewer system that links to that specific bit of the city. There's a kind of roof way, but it's very dodgy. And there's I a, wish yeah. I had the Icarus. There's like, there's like a there. roof bit where you can climb along some pipes and then jump onto a bank. And then there's like the route around the back with some big crates where you have to have the strength up. Right? Yeah, there's various ways. So I was like, okay, so there's there's these three different ways in really. So I went up on the roof way. Uh, and first of all I was having trouble jumping across there because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't have the jump augmentation no, at that point. So I was me like, either. 
I was like, uh, and then I fell down about three times. So eventually, I was like, "Well, I guess wipe the roof away because I can't make that jump." Yeah. So I went down to like the lifting the big crates way. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the strength augmentation, so I had to take that. Took the strength augmentation, moved the crates, murdered those two guys who were behind the crates for some reason, guarding an empty corridor. Yeah. Naturally, because they're gang, they're just hanging out, they're chilling, yeah. pointing their guns down a corridor yeah. for no reason. Because they're gangsters. <laughs> they're, they're ranking gangsters. Yeah. Let's point my guns. So it's like I killed them, and then I went in, and then I was like, oh wait, this just leads to, this basically just leads to the balcony. Yeah. The door just comes out underneath the bit that you can jump to from the roof. So I was like, well, if I, get to, if I just put this crate here, I can just jump onto that ledge this yeah. way. And I was like, well, that's easier. Yeah. So I climbed up that balcony thing, and then th- that's just a fucking dead end, unless you have punch through walls. You can blow up them with grenades. Well, you can, but you don't see. It doesn't highlight it. Like, when you have punchy walls, it highlights the specific oh, area of broken wall. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I, that one, yeah. I could see that it was breakable, and I was like, I didn't really know whether you could break stuff, and I didn't really have any explosives at that point either. I had a grenade, so I think I used it. So I was like, well, obviously I need punch-free walls to go through here, so I, 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 this was still experimentation, so I was like, I buy punch-free walls, and of course there's conveniently a guy standing on the other side of the wall, so you can do the awesome thing where you punch through and then grab him. Awesome. <laughs> that kind of shit. So then I punched through that wall, killed the two guys who were standing in this fucking dead end again. Literally a dead end. It's totally sealed off. There's no other doors. Because from there, the only way to get down from there is to use the fucking Icarus landing system in this empty elevator shaft. So you have to buy, the, you have to get through that wall. And then you're still in a dead end that you can't go any further unless you have the fucking landing system. I was like, this is not a choice. This is making me spend every single one of my points. I don't think I had to spend all those points getting into that area. I must have gone. Well, the way, the way I did it in the end was I sat back across the other side of the street next to where the hookers are and used the tranquilizer gun and start and sniped all the guys at the entrance and you they just, just walked in. Just chill, chill with your hose. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kill them, dude. I like how the snipe tranquilizer dart thing works now. Because in the original, like, you'd hit them and they'd instantly start going, ugh! <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously they weren't going to keep that but now, now you hit them and it doesn't take effect for like two or three seconds, Probably. so it's a bit yeah, unnerving. Totally you, you don't know if you've hit them or missed them. Well, you can see them jerk very slightly when yeah. it hits. And then, and then they just fall over bonk. It's so like hitting the other... Wouldn't they be like, fucking ow! Yeah, you think so. <laughs> yeah. But maybe the... You can literally see it sticking out of them as yeah, well. Yeah, you can. On cool. their oh, by the way, I give this game the Dan Train Award for finally having bodies that like dog bodies that pile up. Yeah, we mentioned that. Pile of bodies. <laughs> That's so good. I'm so glad they did. I quite like the dragging bodies where you hold the button to drag them. Plot I think that works. Still kind of looks dumb where they're just sort of ragged yeah, behind you. Yeah, it's better than the first game. Well, it's improvement. You wouldn't drag bodies. You'd fucking pick them up like you do in the first game. I know. It's kind of cool like when there's an enemy right there and you're like, Yoink. Well, it's cool when you're like dragging them around the corner just out of range as the camera turns around and you think that's awesome. Yeah. Like their feet were just disappearing around the corner when the camera turns When around. the camera saw, yeah. <laughs> uh, Man. But I of course, have... cameras detect bodies as well, which I they find do. really annoying. Well, of course cool. they do. It's like they're in telecams. What are they being run by? Some kind of fucked up body detector game? <laughs> no, like, what are they seeing? Them. Yeah, but then you never see a control room. You a see beat. computer panels, but they never have anyone at them. A bit like image analysis of the future, where it's like, if you see a body-shaped <laughs> thing that isn't moving for more than five seconds, <laughs> be sleeping. Yeah, and most of the time they are, because you've knocked them out. <laughs> Well, there you go. That counts. Yeah, but they're sleeping. Sleeping. They're just having a nap. They <laughs> yeah, they're tired. In the yeah, but the, and the alarm goes off when the guard falls asleep. I think that would be quite sensible. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Ten minutes. But yeah, so... There's... I like it. I like their sex. I, I there think are it's okay, but I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's more than 80% amazing. Do you think they're 
planning for sequels? Well, they're planning for DLC, motherfuckers. I hope they, <laughs> I hope they do a sequel and they make it like, and they take their time over it, like another two years development, and then they they put in more mechanics. Actually, do some nice newer things and like put in the elements. It's like I was saying. It's like I was saying stuff. before we started recording that. The, uh, the thing I had with Deus Ex is like, it took me like, what, 30 hours or whatever, yeah. my playthrough. Yeah. But then I realised that I could have done it a million times quicker because, like, the first half of the game, when I, there was, there was the period where, of exploration where you're like, trying different routes out like I was in that game territory. So obviously that takes time just to sort of, you know, wander around, explore the different options. Yeah, it's fun. And, but the, I realised that I'd spent like, quite a lot of time hacking things and opening doors, and that's entirely pointless. Because once you've loaded up with ammo and your inventory's full, there's no, there's no other things you can find. It's kind of true of the first game as well, though. There's, it's kind there's of a true. lot of like, uh, but that is like, in the first game, it was like you'd get the augmentation canisters and the augmentation upgrades most of the time. Very rarely. Well, but that was one of the different things you could get. That's true. It's like in this, all you can get really is weapon upgrades. And the weapon upgrades make such a minor difference. But the thing is, in Deus Ex, it's like those canisters, what ended up happening is they got them in a big clump in the Versa Life building or something. <laughs> and it was like, choose now your, your loadout for the rest of the game. Have a spy drone that's completely fucking useless. That's not necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. I don't know. I, I, I quite like what they've done uh, in that sense. I like your apartment. It's just like in the uh, concept art. It's nice. It's just too... Uh, it's like a lot of the time I actually spent in that game, I I catch myself doing it where I'd, where I'd be like... Like in those, like, um... Like the, uh... Lock, like, the locked, like, the, the like, locked like, garages. Like, yeah. Like, the locked garages in the city hubs. Yeah. I'd find myself going up to a panel and then slide the hacker and it'd be like, I might as well stop doing this because there's not going to be anything in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it basically became pointless to open things. Which is really sort of half what that game is, looting shit. Like opening desk drawers or anything, there's nothing to be anything in there that I can carry. Maybe one more grenade if I've already used a grenade this mission. Well, uh, there, at least there, there are more of the uh, weapon upgrades and there are more levels of that than in the first game, so it's quite nice. Uh, that, are they? They're more common. Really? Yeah, if you look on the. Well, we, I screen, mean, in this one it has specific numbers of upgrades, yeah. but in, there, so in the original it didn't really tell you how no, many you could fix. No. I don't know if there, if there is more. Yeah. Necessarily. And a lot of the weapons only have like one upgrade route. It's like the only thing you can upgrade on the tranquilizer rifle is reload speed because obviously it doesn't do yeah. damage. But pistols and stuff, you can put damage. Yeah, you can put every pistol. You can make the pistol speed. ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Armor piercing. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Also, it's really dumb how the special upgrade for the combat rifle was homing bullet. <laughs> That's cool though. No, it's really not. I don't want to spoil it really, but. Uh, basically, I had the combat rifle and I didn't have that upgrade. And then <coughs> I got to this point in the game and I found that upgrade just lying around, basically. There's a fucking beeping noise going on somewhere it's out there. It's a tone. <laughs> well, so I found, I found that upgrade just lying around just the tone in, a, out in a fairly obvious place. <laughs> I attached it to my gun and then that made the next bit very easy. <laughs> I won't exactly describe what that is because that's a big spoiler. But okay. basically, that upgrade when I found it was in such a place that when I attached it, it totally negated the whole point of the next section of this map, basically. Because I just—is it too awesome then? The, the, the homing bullets? It's not. Well, it's pretty awesome, but it's awesome in a very specific way that relates to this part of the story. <laughs> well, that makes sure I have a combat rifle at that point, then. Well, you also—that's. I'm not. So I I've think... dropped mine now. I've picked up the the. Uh, crossbow instead. No, I never used the crossbow. I thought I'd try it because it's lethal and, yeah. and it's silent. But uh, the, just before that bit is also the first place you get, 
well, not quite the first place, but one of the early places where you can find the laser rifle, and I think that may be quite useful for that bit as well. Right. But I didn't take it because I was carrying the rocket launcher stupidly. I'm planning on using the typhoon for all future bosses and then, and then stealthing it otherwise. That's my plan, but I don't know if it'll work. Have you, yeah. have you I, put any thought into my feature this week? What no. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, we haven't been thinking about your feature at all. The no. fact that you even mentioned it now was a surprise. <laughs> well, it didn't give me much choice. I have like five minutes left to get it in. It's because we talked about it. Stop Games that I like that Zach doesn't like. That is actually like a revolution. Them. I like it. <laughs> it's just not incredible. Yeah. It could have been a lot better. Yeah, it could have been better. But I'm, 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 ha- I'm enjoying it. Also, the ending is done. I don't want to know that. <laughs> it, I like it. It's good. I don't know. It's pretty. I want to say something about it, but I'm not sure if I can say it. Save it. Save it for a spoiler cast. Well, okay. The idea of this game having choice. Spoiler potential warning. The choice of... (laughs) Not the choice of going through this game in any other way than stealth, as we've already said. But the idea that, like, you know, your actions in the world matter or whatever in an RPG style. Not many games, even RPGs, have actually pulled that off. No, and this game doesn't either. (laughs) I can safely tell you from the ending. Sure, okay. Well, that's a a big (laughs) ask. Like, but it, it not only does it not pull it off, it tries to and fails really in a bad way. So let's ask that question now, quickly, in the last time. What games have actually given you, like, moral choice and actually affected, properly affected, like, the outcome? Like, completely pretty much, pretty much all of Bioware's stuff, sure. Yeah, not so public. Did that actually matter, Not public. Yeah. In the end of, like, Bioshock. Actually, no, it's, it's in Mass Effect that makes no fucking difference, does it? Well, in two, it, in two, well, it, two it, it, like, it theoretically makes difference in the next game. <laughs> but probably won't. But won't. No, the, well, the, the moral system didn't make any sense, did it? It didn't make much Well, difference. it made more of an effect at the end of two, really, if you think about right, it. Right at the end, though. Right at the end, the collector base. It's like you either blow it up or you don't. I mean, you have the choice to do that, though. Yeah, but that's a moral. That's still a moral choice. Yeah, but it's not based on your entire game of choices, is it? It's just like... Yeah, but your yeah, game but... of choices in terms of the, the loyalty you get, whether or not you get the loyalty and your actions oh, and the crew okay, depend not... on the out on the final well, Again, outcome. I don't really count that Loy- Loyalty isn't in the moral... Yeah, loyalty isn't in the moral system, really. No. But isn't, isn't some of the moral choices dependent on whether you can make them loyal? No, you just end up. There's always a way. I got all. I don't know. I've not played that because both times I've played it through, and I really probably want to play it through again in another way. I've I've had full loyalty, even when you get to the points where you have the arguments where you could possibly lose one. I've had enough of a paragon bit that arguing basically goes, "No, both calm down. You both still like me." Yeah, basically, you can't play Mass Effect Middle Ground and you'd suffer if you play it like morally one way or the other. Most of those with the moral choice systems. Yeah. Yeah. Which (laughs) is just what Yarsi says. The only the only game I I can think of that takes that concept to the extreme is Alpha Protocol because that really did have a proper not that I've played it myself but from what I know about it it has a severe consequence system as in you'll ruin relationships with other characters hence that entire part, next part of the game where they're involved plays out very differently I'm like <laughs> that totally oh, changes the game wise. that totally changes the game <laughs> if you play it Kerbal fuck Peter Molyneux that's the closest I can think of was black and white yeah but it, but it was impossible to play evil, so... I don't know, Rick used to. <laughs> no, he, he pulled it off somehow accidentally. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just evil. Yeah. Acc- accidentally it's evil. <laughs> well, that was the marketing campaign, was it was going to reflect who you but were. But it's like when I tried to play Black and White 2 again, and I was like, I'm going to play this evil, and it's like, ah, oh, this just doesn't work. <laughs> Mainly because it pushes you to be good almost immediately from the start of the game, and then you're almost irreparably on that route. Mm. 
Nice Zero Republic is it isn't really different. It's just no. quite clever because it works either way. Mm. That's the thing. The end of the story works whether you're yeah, pure good or pure evil. Yeah, that doesn't get out of jail free. I know it's just clever. Just like suddenly, I got that shit before. That's, <laughs> that's standard Star Wars fare anyway. If you go back to playing Jedi Knight, the first, the first yeah. Jedi Knight, that it works that, either way. There was only it was very minor variation what after about, the after the decision point. What about, so what about the other fuck Peter Molyneux games like Fable? Oh fuck that. We haven't played those enough to know. <laughs> oh, apparently, so what is it in Fable, Fable 3? 2, Either whatsoever. you're good and everyone dies, yeah. or you're evil and some of your people survive. But they hate you. But they hate you. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, I watched only play the ending that, that was pretty Feel much good one. ending of the year. <laughs> yeah. Or you just cheat. And do all the good things that cost money by just leaving the game running for millions of hours you just build up money. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times in DSX where it's like, Give me money for the good ending of this quest. I hate that. That's all my money. I went went to the guy and it was like, pay me 5,000 quid. And I'm like, I literally do not have 5,000 quid, but I can't back out of this conversation now, so I just have to say no. (laughs) One minute. I know. (laughs) One minute. What I did was reload and punch him and just nick the thing off off his body. (laughs) I'll never know. (laughs) It's true. They will never know, because they'll never look into that route ever. Well... (laughs) Wrap this shit, yo. Yes, well, thanks for joining us. Get out of this point. Of On this, uh, epic uh, simulcast of uh, Deus Exing and Assassin's Creeding and Red <laughs> Deading. Yes, mm. and heated exchanges. In a heated room. Pardon. In a heated room about, about the merits of but, um, the new okay. Deus Ex game. Well, you'll hear plenty more about it because I'm yeah, not even halfway through. And then maybe um, we can talk about the end. I won't be finished it for a while. If, when, well, I think when you finish it, we can probably do spoilers. Okay. <laughs> well, look forward to that in a few weeks' time. Uh, so yes, join us again on the sidecast for more gaming stuffs. Jumbo. <laughs> Jumbo. <laughs> bye everybody. Say bye. 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 You got two seconds. Bye. 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 Say more. Cock. Nobbing. Cock. Nobbing. Dick. Nobbing. Dick. Cock.